Never done whole pots. They take little tiny pieces. There won't even be a scar. I think I found the problem. Oh, come on, you're the doctor. Everyone, lights out and quiet. Why don't I find any of the information? You guys always come in like we gotta all Hellboy's do. We gotta all do Hellboy. We gotta, gotta all <laughs> do Hellboy characters. We all, all I do. Hellboy. I was gonna do Hellboy's uh, real name. No, no, no. <laughs> That's mine as well. Anung Unrama. You don't even know it. <laughs> you can't do it. Um, <clears throat> what What is it that makes a podcast a podcast? Is it its origin, the way things start? Or is it something else, something harder to describe? Is it watching two Bulgarian films from 1938 um, oh that are each three hours long? The ASMR. Is it the Medium Org? Welcome, folks. Hey, how you doing? We're back. And um, we will be talking about uh, a couple of movies today directed by one Guillermo del Toro, uh, the master of monsters. I am uh, your host, Abe Sapien, and I'm joined by my fellow surgeons of cinema. Yes, I'm Hellboy himself, otherwise known as Anungun Rama. Uh, yeah, and I guess I'm uh, Agent Myers. Thanks, guys. <laughs> I was going to say Mike Mignola, but that's a little, uh, it's a little, you know. It's a bit much. Yeah, it's a little, you can't do that. Two, it's two levels deep. Yeah, you know, yeah. I don't really understand. Um, so today, uh, actually, this is, uh, it's Zach's turn in the rotation. There's hey. some debate as to exactly how these choices were made, but we're not going to bring yeah, that. Yeah, Wes made the, on Wes, Wes made the This is not true. Uh, <laughs> we're not going to bring that on Zach, One of Zach's, Zach's favorite comic book characters, Hellboy, so he's been meaning to yeah. bring Hellboy onto the show. Uh, one of the Del Toro movies, and he thought to torment me to bring the new Hellboy um, that even the actor who is in it regrets right. being in uh, onto this show to torment me. Correct. And he alleges, I don't remember this, um, that I said, how about we do Pinocchio instead? I don't remember this, but Zach, you know. That's what happened. We can't see Zach's nose grow, so who's to say, really? What's who the is truth? to say? I can definitely pull up those receipts at some point. <laughs> <laughs> He'll find them. While he searches for them, though, yes, um, this is kind of continuing our... Uh, we've turned into the Blank Check podcast just a little bit by mm. like doing director double features. The Black Check podcast. <laughs> <laughs> These past few episodes. Um, so, yeah, we'll be talking about Del Toro today, some of the themes that run through his filmography, and particularly in these two pictures, uh, his 2022 remake of Pinocchio, and then 2004, yeah. his adaptation yeah. of, of Hellboy, Mike Mignola's uh, original character. But of course, before the reviews, we have the news. Um, been another newsworthy week, obviously in the wake of the strike. Um, Hollywood and, and associated agencies have been pushing their product out for the next you know, year and change. So we've gotten a bunch of trailers. We got a trailer for Mad Max Furiosa. Mm -hmm. We got a trailer for um, Fallout, the TV series. Mm -hmm. uh, I never played those games. No, I'm sure no. that if Dan were here, he would he would be able to tell us yeah. about, about that. It, anything about yeah. it. Yeah, but um, one that I think we're all excited for is Amazon Prime's The Boys, wow. season four. Yeah. I, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I guess I'm excited for The Boys. Zach, have you watched Gen, Gen V yet? No, I haven't. I here's my here's my feeling about the Zach. Have you boys. watched Gen V yet? No, I haven't. <laughs> here's my feelings about the boys universe, which is that every time a new season's coming out, I tell myself that I'm not going to watch it because I think it's. I just I you know I in my mind I'm like it's disgusting, it's mm. vulgar, it's like there's no life, there's no love in it. Yeah. 
And then I watch it anyway, and I'm like, this is pretty good. You know, like, mm-hmm. it's Anthony Starr is just... He's know. really the reason you watch. You I, wa- I saw a tweet a while ago that said, um, I think it was Sage Hyden, I think, uh, the Just Right Dude on YouTube. I like your videos. Come on the show. Um, he mentioned that, like, you know, the boys is in a peculiar situation because Homelander clearly needs to die, and yet he's the most interesting character on yep. the show. Yes, Which yep. lends to my theory that I presented, at least to Wes, if not you, that yep. I think if... Season four is not the last season, which maybe it should be, but what do I it know? Should be. They they yeah, could introduce I anybody think, else. I think, we're, I think we're done. No, here. we're done. Done. I think Homelander, I think Homelander should die in the mid season. Yeah. I think that should be a mid season finale. A Logan Roy write off. Yeah. <laughs> this is a spoilers. I was going to say that. I, was, I just let the record show that I was just about to say too that. late, and I did say he's it. eating yogurt. I did. Say it was it too late. <laughs> Zach's going to put the show notes all the text messages <laughs> that prove that I'm a brog. Screenshots in the in the clip that we uh, post on TikTok. Uh, um, yeah. But I, but I think he would die, and then I think you make Victoria Newman oh, the final. God bless her. Meh. Yeah. I, I, I think I, I you know I, I watched the trailer and I was. Obviously, I mean, it looks very good. It looks a little darker than, I guess, boys' trailers usually look. Usually, there's an exploding dick in the trailer or something. Yeah, there's a bit uh, more of a, of like, a somberness. It's like, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, a little yeah. bit like rapid cutting. It's like, whoa, mm-hmm. whoa, whoa. Yeah, yeah, oh. And then yeah. it's like a baby shoots fucking lasers yeah. at someone and whatever. Uh, yeah. But, um, you know, I, I agree with you. I think this might be at least the last season of this version of it. They've said that Gen V is getting a season two. I'm sure the Gen V kids will show up in this season of the boys. They're doing a... Uh, Mexico set spinoff of the boys. What which is that? It's apparently kind of like a yeah. more grounded Narcos esque take in the boys universe. Which okay, you know, hello. I mean, everything seems pretty grounded to me. So like, like trafficking with superpowers? I guess so. Okay. Probably like well, like Project like, Power. Project a Power. Wow. Yeah, Project bad, Power. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to an old episode. Uh, uh, but Our no, third episode. I mean, uh, the trailer was very Homelander-centric. Uh, yeah. There's a lot of Homelander, I think even more than Billy Butcher in the trailer. Um, yeah, yeah. It also seemed a little bit Watchmen-y to me. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. The, but, the, uh, overall, the, 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 the palette seems like a little steelier, yeah, I think, a little yeah. grayer, and, and, and which is fine. Um, it's interesting. A-Train, my favorite television coon, isn't very much in it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but the, to, again, lending credence to my theory, the first two characters you see in the trailer are Homelander and Victoria. And also, oh, yeah. and also in the trailer is a long speech from the new. Um, there's a new black uh, member of the Seven who is not oh. Marie Moreau's sister. That, she's unlike, in the Seven. Unlike she's what? Seven. Unlike what the? Oh, the internet. The racist says. internet has said there's a black member of the Seven, and she narrates the trailer. She's like, you know, democracy fail always yeah, fails yeah. because yeah. people are fucking stupid, yeah. and yeah. you always need someone to push the needle. And Homelander goes like Caesar, yeah. And someone goes, to come in and yeah. save it. Yeah. And, she, yeah. and he goes, she goes exactly like Caesar, which leads me to believe he's going he, to be murdered by his son, um, or his head's going to be popped by Newman, or something's know. going to happen. He's uh, he's not long for this world. I no, no, yeah. no, 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 no. Oh, MM looking a little a little slimmer in this season. Is he? He's looking a little uh, mother's milk. Lazalon. Well, he, he not shaved a bad his beard. Way. He shaved his beard. Oh, he the did. beard is part of it yeah. for sure. Yeah. That could be he part of good. just why. Yeah, he looks fun. Yeah, absolutely. One of my favorite, my favorite character in the show. 
I yeah. think he's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I hope he doesn't get his heart punched out or something like that. Man, That'd it's coming, it isn't it? It's I coming. mean, they're going to have to start well, picking off the boys, ain't they? Right? Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, if they go with the original comics, and they which all, I'm, they all get picked up by Billy Butcher. By Billy Butcher, which yeah. is just and Huey has to kill Billy Butcher. Yeah. Spoilers for the boys, I guess. Oh yeah. If they do, uh, I don't think they'll do the that. end of the end of the boys is a little uh, more nihilistic than I think the show is willing to go. I don't it's think like you know, it's Homelander doesn't even really get a great send-off it's like he gets you, killed by black he gets noir. killed by yes. black noir which i think will probably be filled by the ryan role because we mm, see ryan yes. punch a person through a building in this trailer oh yeah, uh, yeah. and they splatter on the other or end <laughs> there's a theory I, I mean i could see this happening there's a popular theory that um sam will be the new black noir oh, i like sam that. from gen v um but there's also a th- because we see him in this trailer, but it also could be part of the vault cover up that they just get a guy and stand right. him around in the suit. I think it might be. It's a, a red herring. I think either th- way. There was an interview years ago uh, when the last season came out from Eric Kripke, where the guy who plays Noir was like, you know, can I? Is it possible for me to show my face? Because I think Noir gets a, a face shot in the last season. Uh, and Kripke was like, well, you can, but he's going to die. So we could show your face here. Or we could show your face. Whatever new version of noir shows up in the next one, which is going to be a more comedic role. Interesting, because um, it's probably just a regular man inside oh, yeah, of yeah, there, yeah. or yeah. Sam. Um, I don't know. I'm excited. I mean, it, the boys it really always burns down to someone in the first episode go. Well, Homelander does some heinous shit, and then the boys are like, "We gotta fucking kill this guy," yeah. <laughs> and then someone's like. I think I know how to kill this guy. Yeah. <laughs> and then they spend about three episodes finding the thing that'll kill him. Yeah. And then they something they don't. fucking miss. They can't. And then they fucking miss. <laughs> yeah. Or they stop him. Like yeah. with Soldier Boy, with Soldier's like, all right, let's kill yeah, this. Soldier Boy yeah. was ready to do it. Well, hold on, because he also bitch slapped the the child. Yeah, uh, yeah I right. know. Yeah. Okay, he was gonna wipe out his whole line. Out, yeah, you could sort that out later. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just be like, <laughs> we'll do it after, and then don't let just him. Just yeah. move the kid to the side. Billy could just take the boy and. I mean, I mean, I mean, like Billy Butcher was uh, full of V at that point, so he, he could have just held his mm. surrogate son or flew him away and said, "All right, do your business." Yeah, couldn't fly. Soldier Boy he was willing fly. to do it. Soldier, yeah. yeah. Well, uh, I hope we see him again. We shall see. I think it comes out um, early 2024. That's I think January say. or February. They say coming soon. Right, like oh, election yeah. season, because it's clearly yeah. there's an election arc yeah. of some kind in this, whether Homelander's running yeah. against Victoria or whatever. In the comic, uh, Newman gets elected, and Homelander pulls. Oh, it's a it's a man in the comic, right. Pulls his head off and oh. becomes president, but I don't well, see that happening. Probably not. Yeah. Time will tell. Time will tell. More prestige TV. Max heading over to Max. We've got uh, House of the Dragon is coming back yeah. summer of next year. Uh, you watched House of the Dragon season one, right? I did, and I watched it before I started watching Game which of Thrones, is, which is maybe the way he intended. I mean, yeah, probably. What I didn't. I, I think probably my hat because I didn't ever watch Game of Thrones. <laughs> no, uh, I didn't have. Um, <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> I didn't have a. a any sort of prejudice going in about yeah. what that show was going to be. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I'll check out the second season. I've already I've already forgotten most of what happens in the first Yeah, one. that's kind <laughs> of the Game of Thrones disease because they come out so, um, with so much time in between yeah. them that it's like been two years and you're like, wait, who is Jon Snow? Mom? <laughs> like, who is that? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, the you know, people had criticisms last season. I think my major one is just that I think the time jump maybe didn't serve them the best, but I think both sets of actors are so strong that it really didn't matter. Mm. Um, I don't know. It looks good. I mean, I, I've read the book this is based on, and I mean, it's going to get pretty gnarly uh, as right. Game of Thrones does. Game of Thrones of the Boys, what do you think is gnarlier as a show? 
so I'm I'm six seasons into Game of Thrones now. And you could uh, stop right now. <laughs> you could stop right now. Yeah. What's well, Maria's favorite show? So that's oh. the reason I watched House of the Dragon How in the first place. Maria, uh, this watched... is her second time. Oh wow. Seeing okay, it. Cool, yeah. cool, cool, cool. Um, but I that's a good question. I feel like the boys is more in your face with like gore consistently, but I don't think it is actually as disturbing. I think when, uh, the, when there are things that happen in Game of Thrones that like upset me for days uh -huh. afterwards, yeah. and also just like even when gore isn't happening, there's a general depressive malaise mm -hmm. over the show. It's not as bleak, right? The, the boys, boys is like is like because ultimately it's a send up of so many things, and it's satirical, and yeah. it's like you can kind of put a, a, a you can kind of laminate it and like okay yeah, yeah, yeah. you know this doesn't feel like um you can distance yourself from it but game of thrones is like <laughs> it just gets worse and worse. Like, every time you get attached to a yeah. to a character like it's like the world is cruel and you, you were dumb for for, for yeah huh. you were dumb for having honor you yeah. were dumb for trying to do the right thing um, always which <laughs> and, and the boys i mean especially gen v which like is essentially an x-men show like, yeah gen v is like you know it's it's okay to be a, a hero. Like, like yeah. I think someone literally <laughs> says you could be a superhero in the show. Uh, so I think even Gen V is even more optimistic, despite maybe someone's arms getting blown off or well, a, a dick being blown off. Yeah, here and there, here and yeah, there. You know, um, I would agree with you. Uh, but yeah, House of the Dragon looks good. Um, David, David Tennant. Whoa, Matt Smith. Mm. Uh, I look forward to your Emmy nomination. Same role, different, different seasons. Doctor Who. Doctor Who. Oh, Matt oh. Smith and David Tennant both did Doctor. Yeah. Oh yes, yes. David course. Tennant actually returning, I think, to the role for yeah. some twenty three episodes anniversary. Nice. Arc. Three episodes. Yeah. He's in his second episode, and then it becomes. Uh, uh, is it? How do you say his name? Leonardo this, this actor, Christopher you know. Eccleston. Who? No, no, he's a new guy. He's the guy from the Barbie movie. He's a oh, the actor. black one. Uh, yes. Is it, I just don't want to mispronounce his no, name. I, I, uh, no, but he's a great actor, no. um, and I look forward to him being in Doctor Who. Um, Speaking of things I've never watched, by yeah. the way, actors on actors. Actors on actors. I'm gonna throw a curveball. And, uh, you know, no, go, what's up, I, let me just please. at right. least run through it. Please. Um, here we go with the actors on actors series. Um, the one that everybody's talking about is Margot Robbie and Killian Murphy for yeah. Barbie and Oppenheimer because of the uh, Barbenheimer hype. I never saw either of those movies. Is so, that true? <laughs> yeah, I still haven't seen them. You haven't wow. seen Oppenheimer? No. Wow. No. Yeah. I um. But but. I, I guys, I would like to instead talk about something that I actually want to talk about, yeah, which please, is the please. fact that Invincible has had its it's now on like the mid season break. Yeah, yes. after four episodes. Yeah, and yeah. Um, I I don't quite understand why. I mean, I guess I do, but it's more just like the way that we ended off that last episode. I don't know. I just I didn't think that it was a mid season finale. With kind of ending doesn't quite feel dire, does it? No. I mean, I know. I mean, it does. Well, well Omni Man is a Jamaican father, <laughs> has, has started a new family. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I just I, I waited for so long, and the audacity to tell me that you're going to take another break is is out of to me. eight episodes, right? There's only yeah, eight I this season. Mm -hmm. I think so. Yeah. Um, do we know if the last four will be significantly longer or anything? Or? Probably not. I don't yeah. think so. Yeah, There's they, so many subplots. There's true. so yeah. many subplots. It, it, it's kind of it's kind of going into a comic book territory where the Invincible comic start is like. Yeah. Have you read the Invincible comic sack? No, I haven't. It's uh, they, they start as like. Wes has the omnibus have, on his. I have team. all three. Of God, them. I'm rereading them. That it's three of them. Um, I read them in college. Uh, the Invincible comics, like the first six issues, is like Spider Man. It's like, oh man, is Invincible gonna get home in time for school? Yeah. Uh, or like, uh, you gonna be able to be a superhero and a regular kid? Yeah. And then very quickly after Omni Man snaps, it becomes like a universe of plot lines inside of a single book. Yeah. 
um, which the show is starting to do. Um, I'm trying to just think of where they would end this season in terms of the comic that would be significant. I can't really think of one. Um, well, th- are they are they planning to introduce um, Thrag? Conquest. I think Conquest. Con- it's a little early for Conquest, but we is might because we, we've been seeing the the Vilchmites. How is Nolan getting out of the situation that he is in? His back was split in two, <laughs> and they're going to execute him like he's on their ship. Yeah. How does he get out of that? There is a uh, there is a storyline that's a, a few years away, maybe or maybe they'll move it up called the Vilchmite War. Yeah. There's a civil war and and uh, because of people who are loyal to Nolan. Yeah. And and oh, and so it's like Invincible and Nolan. Yeah, yeah. The other folks it's versus conquest. You know, it's interesting because the the first season particularly doesn't obviously there's no other Vilchamites except for Nolan, so you don't necessarily have a grasp for how he stacks up. And if anything, at least for me, I believe oh he's probably like not even Great. one of the top ones. Yes. But he has to be their third best. But he has a rep. Like, yeah. like they yeah. see him and they're like, ah, Nolan, the great Nolan, yeah, yeah, like yeah, whatever. Yeah. So he has to be, yeah, one of their top uh, conquerors or whatever, top fighters, because um, not only does he lay waste to these guys, well, almost, he doesn't finish Phil Lamar off. Um, but <laughs> it's tough, man. Yeah, but it, but there is a, um, there's a respect that they yeah. seem to have for him, so I can see how that would lead to, like, yeah, I I don't, it feels weird to me because... From what I remember, Mark just got shit mixed by every villain yeah. that he came yeah. across in right. season one. Yeah. So for him to suddenly He's be invincible. able to beat Yeah. But for him <laughs> to suddenly be able to beat another Viltramite who has hundreds of thousands of years of experience on him unlike how just because he's not holding back just yeah and and they get more powerful the older they get so i I mean like even in the comics it's like oh it's because he's the main character but also it's i think you know i mean uh it's kind of like the old superman thing it's like the way the 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 more time that progresses the more mark starts to resemble superman so it's like you know, you don't want to watch this kid be beaten to no, death. No, of course. For, for <laughs> of course. But I just, I guess in my mind, because he's talking to Nolan, he's like, I couldn't beat you. How am I going to fight them? Yeah. He's Valid like, I'll question. train you. They arrive. Immediately. And I'm like, hey, he's dead. Like, in my, my buildup is like seeing a Viltramite that is not Nolan fight Mark. I'm like, he's fucked. Yeah. He wins. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, does pretty well for himself. <laughs> he really wins. And he only doesn't win because he has a moment of like, I can't do this. Yeah. And then she stabs him. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, She's I, trying to kill you, Mark. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Um, I, I don't know if this is 100% true. And if we had a large enough listener base, I'm sure I would get tweets correcting me. I don't think that um, the Viltramites have what I, I believe I heard about like Saiyans in Dragon Ball Z, which is that actually Saiyans being mixed with humans makes that makes them stronger than just a regular Mm. saiyan that's why gohan was able to to surpass his father i don't think that's the case with viltramites i think it's just because well nolan says that our dna is so pure that you're basically 100 percent viltramite anyway so i don't think there's any addition from being human um which right yeah it's just his will (laughs) yeah i mean will i mean they can essentially yeah make it whatever they want but yeah i mean i don't know i i don't know i, I can't remember the in-universe explanation of why mark i mean he starts piecing up filtermites more frequently as it goes on and yeah I, I don't ever really understand why yeah it's 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 one of those like he's stronger than you and it's like but how yeah yeah you're a grown man and you're like eight thousand years old and you're purely a filtermite how yeah. is your son <laughs> 
you live to fight. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you, well, here's a, actually an interesting question to tie it back to the boys. Not only which one do you guys think is more gruesome, but yeah, which, question. like, do you think Invincible could have worked in live action? Do you think it's a budget issue still, that it doesn't? I think they're still trying to do it. Ah, God. I kind of hope they don't. I hope they don't as well. I don't want them to because it, it's so good, it, you know? And we've already gotten, like, Sky High is live action Invincible. Like, we've gotten that yeah. story in live action before. Mm. Uh, yeah. I, I Here's my thing about, because, I you know, the thing is, is it's easy to compare the boys and Invincible because it's, like, two takes on the superhero universe and it's, like, turning them on its head. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, exactly. I... I mean, Invincible, it's like sometimes I think the violence is more disturbing because it's more personal. It's more emotional. Like, mm. the thing about the boys is people literally just get their heads exploded. I'm like, I didn't care about that character yeah. anyway. It's just <laughs> violence. Yeah. Whereas Invincible, like, when Nolan kills, like, half of Chicago with marks. Yeah. On, <laughs> it's a battery yeah, ram. Yeah. It's like, I'm, it's disturbing. Like, you're like, holy shit. Like, these are people. Like, they do yeah. a good job of... Mark trying to save that old lady in like his one of his first like big battles, and he like tackles her and saves her, but fucking every bone in her body yeah. is broken. Because <laughs> of it. That's like you know what I mean. I'm like it's go- like I don't know. It's like the, some of the they both are in- they both are interested in the consequences of superpowers. Yes, but uh, yeah, I think because. I think there's like no one in the boys' universe who's really meant to be likable. Yeah. yeah. And and Mark is generally like is. you like him. I yeah. love Mark. Spider Man. Yeah. yeah. You're like, hey. He's an so idiot. when he messes up, you're like, dang. Yeah. Um, do you think uh think Hellboy could take uh Homelander in a fight? Think who? Uh Homelander. Hellboy versus yeah. Yikes. Maybe Homeboy not the gets movie his version. Ass beat. Yeah, all the time. That's all kind this, of his that's thing. That's his whole shit. I don't even know he gets if he kicked comes around. Back. <laughs> yeah, he just kind of is fucked up and then they choose so they're like, like all right, we're done. Like, I still remember that <laughs> that panel from the short story where the werewolf has to just beat his ass for an hour. <laughs> it's just several pages. <laughs> I have that one that I sent you. It's like a short story. It's just a random werewolf. It's not even like a like a god. guy. He gets his fucking ass beat, and he spends three pages on his back. Like, <laughs> and Hellboy is the Antichrist. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, like every time he shows up in a monster, is like, do you know who you really are? <laughs> do you know the power you yeah. hold? And, and, Hellboy just like goes home and smokes a cigar. He's like, oh, yeah. I guess, yeah, so just another day know. in the office for this guy. Yeah. I, c- I couldn't say. I mean, you you Homelander would think would maybe poke, punch oh, yeah. a hole through him. Homelander right? yeah. would. <laughs> you would hope that Homelander <laughs> underestimates him, and I then just... maybe Hellboy pulls out like a cool relic or something. Oh, sure. Yeah. I don't know. It's just hard. I feel like Homelander's speed alone. Hellboy's yeah. not even going to try true. to like adapt to that. Hellboy might. If Hellboy gets a good hit in with a stone hand, I think Homelander. It didn't hurt him. Oh it yeah. It hurt him. But yeah. I don't know. I think Homelander I think that's might. It. But he has to. You know. Well, to, well the laser vision's not going to work on Hellboy. Right. It's fire based. But so the, he'd have can, to put an but effort. The punch, the punch through of, his body. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but also the punch of like you saw when he lasers Billy Butcher when he has V. Yeah. It knocks him back. That's Hellboy true. is getting thrown by the lasers, <laughs> if not like shredded by them. There's force to it. Yeah, yeah. that is true. I don't. Th- I, I love him, but I. Yeah. I, I he loses to many characters. Yeah. Well, I, you know what it is. It's always fun to try to match up actual comic book characters to Homelander because like very often it's like. Like the Fantastic Four, like each individual Fantastic Four member is probably taking Homelander, you maybe except so? for the thing. I was gonna say the, the thing, thing also is on his around. back all the time. <laughs> the thing and Hellboy, you're always gonna kick. They're best around. friends, just two grumpy stone men. <laughs> yeah. But uh, no, I mean like Johnny Storm probably takes Storm. him. Invisible Woman probably takes him. Reed Richards builds a machine. Oh yeah, yeah. To yeah. trap him. Yeah. In the fight. Yeah. Turn his DNA into acid inside <laughs> his body or something. He's like, while well, you were just monologuing. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, uh, do you remember how uh I don't know if you did you read the old Fantastic Four comics as a kid? 
no. I mean, not like too much of the Kirby stuff. You mean, you mean or like the, the Kirby stuff? Yeah. It's a great panel. I don't even remember where it's from. It's like Galactus comes to Earth, and it's like a three issue. It's like the comic's first crossover. It's yeah. like a three issue comic of Galactus coming. They're like, Galactus is coming. He's coming. He's going to eat the fucking planet. Yeah. And then, like, at the last issue, Reed just, like, yeah. stretches his hand into space. Yes. Like a, a the space ultimate gun. nullifier. <laughs> yeah. And he's just like, you better back up. He's like, <laughs> he's like, try that shit. <laughs> try it. And Galactus is like, Fuck! I guess <laughs> That's I got literally leave. what it is. I I've seen that panel because I had the the Fantastic Four encyclopedia, and it's like they talk about the ultimate nullifier <laughs> and how it's like this big space gadget that everyone's afraid of, and so it's just Reed being like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right here, right, right here, like it's garlic. <laughs> Yeah, it's so funny. And Galactus is like, ah! <laughs> it doesn't even look like a gun. Yeah. It just looks like a tape recorder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's oh, a speedometer. <laughs> um, but before we can talk more about Hellboy, we have to spend a little bit of time with uh, a small wooden puppet, mm-hmm. a marionette. Oh, yeah. yeah. A Hellboy of a kind. Yes, by the name of Pinocchio. Oh, fuck. Pinocchio. We'll, uh, we'll be back. happens and then we're gone that is the last line of Guillermo del Toro's uh, Pinocchio a 2022 stop-motion animated musical dark fantasy film is it a musical yeah, I, yeah. was there singing they're singing songs in uh, this pop, which pop, pop, oh pop. shit yeah I watched this movie pop, a month ago <laughs> uh, directed by Guillermo del Toro and uh, oh god see this is why I should have been prepared <laughs> another director in there Mark Gustafson Mark Gustafson uh, with a screenplay by Del Toro and Patrick McHale. Is there any other stats that we usually say with the movie? I'm trying to be professional. It, it costs $35 million. It costs $35 million. <laughs> you know what? No, but that's incredible. That is yeah. incredible. And it's stop motion, which I yes. have some interesting uh, notes to talk yeah. about. Let me ask you guys a question. Yeah. What if you were just moved into an apartment, right? And you were, and and maybe listen, maybe you were coming to start a podcast. You were sitting down to write. Like we were here. We came into this building to record, and then a drunken man, a drunken giant, chopped down this building with an axe. How would I, you feel? I I would feel very much like Ewan McGregor's uh, cricket character. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, and then they use ruins that cricket's life. And then they use the, <laughs> they, they, they use, <laughs> use the husk of the building to build a, a giant creature. <laughs> and he's like, "This is my house." And he's like, <laughs> "You made it, a, you made it a boy." Uh, I like, I like the. Uh, I'm going to call him Jiminy Cricket. This whole thing, even though that's yeah. not his name. Yeah, Sebastian is, J. Cricket. The J could be for Jiminy. It could be. Uh, hey, hey. Um, I like when the uh, when the uh, the blue fairy shows up. And he's like, mm. he's like, bitch, this is my crib. <laughs> Can't make him real. <laughs> and she's like, hey, listen, this is above my pay grade. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Tech. What do you What do you think of this movie? I mean, man? I, I, you know, so I played Pinocchio. Uh, I have a little no, like, you connection. Didn't. I did play. Pinocchio. You played Pinocchio. Played Pinocchio in uh, it was it was uh, a Piper Theater. It was in, uh, Brooklyn. I, yeah, I remember you know Piper? Piper. Yeah, I've been to many yeah. Piper shows. Yeah. So I played Pinocchio. Um, and this was after this was the summer after I played the monster in Frankenstein, which is maybe hmm. hands maybe down, the same character, but also my f- probably my favorite part that I've ever played because oh, it was yeah. the character work. I just love to do it. I was twelve years old, um, <laughs> but yeah. So I have this connection to Pinocchio, and I think this movie really. Um, I don't know. I, I think it explored Pinocchio in in a really special way. Just yeah. I think you know, just um, 
how Geppetto, you know what I mean? Like he wants to make this puppet more like into his son who was tragically killed mm -hmm. um, by um, a bombing. Yeah, World War One bombing. Yes, and uh, and I think just like the the through line of this movie, it's exhausting and uh, it's draining emotionally and like you know it's it's taxing, but I think it's it's a really beautiful film. Yeah, I I, I agree. I, I was uh, <laughs> uh, quite opposite from you. I've never really cared about Pinocchio yeah. as a, as a story. I watched the Disney classic like a lot. I'm sure we all did at some point. It's the version most Americans are familiar with. Yeah, yeah. I never saw that. It was Disney's second animated feature. You've never. Seen I don't watch movies, yeah. guys. Yeah, I'm familiar with it. Never seen it. <laughs> Walt Disney's in his grave like, fuck that guy. I worked really hard on Pinocchio. Um, but this movie really, I, I think Guillermo del Toro is one of those directors who has a very clear um, uh, thematic footprint. Mm -hmm. All Almost all of his movies are about war. Almost all of them are, are about a, a one of two specific wars. It'll either be somewhere between like either the World Wars yeah. or the Spanish Civil War. Yes, he even said that this movie, Pan's Labyrinth, and oh, uh, the Devil's Backbone, which is really great, comprise a trilogy show. about uh, children in the middle of, uh, oh. of wartime. And so and they're all monster movies. Yeah, all yeah. his movies are monster movies. Most, yeah. And so I think it's really, and you know, he's obviously fascinated in, in examining like. What makes a man a man? What uh -huh. makes a monster yeah. a monster? Yeah. But what I, I think is super cool here is that you have a story about a living puppet mm -hmm. um, who exists in a time and place where everyone is being puppeteered through, well, fascism. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and he uh, is at, he's subject to the will of three different men who have three very different visions for what his life should be. Mm -hmm. And ultimately, he comes up with his own. Yeah, I like that um, read of it. Yeah, and it, it's it's you've got like uh, the capitalist will with um, the Christoph Waltz, uh, the uh, carnival yeah, guy, yeah. Uh, and his his monkey voiced by Kate Blanchett. Oh, I know. My God. She must have just Kate been on Blanchett. the set of uh, Nightmare <laughs> Alley, and he was like, "You want to play a monkey for me?" Apparently, she asked to be in Pinocchio. And no, he was like, "The not. only role I have is this monkey." And she's like, "I'll do it." <laughs> I mean, she gets a little moment where she's puppeting the other puppet. I think those are. Oh, all that's her. true. Okay, yeah. uh, but 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 yeah. insane choice. Mm -hmm. Hey, but well, he, gets, he gets Tar. He gets Kate Blanchett <laughs> yeah. and uh, Tilda Swinton in this movie. Kate Blanchett like crazy. played yes. Tar and the Monkey from Pinocchio in the same year. Amazing! Wow, wow. who's doing it like her? Who's doing um, it like her? <laughs> then of course you have the the fascistic figure of the uh, the the the. I forget the the title he has, but the Ron Perlman uh, character. Oh yeah, oh, Ron yeah. Perlman's his Robert De Niro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, who also represents obviously Mussolini um, and just that whole regime. Yeah. And then there's an actual Mussolini. Yeah, who's like, I don't like puppets. Yeah, <laughs> and then his 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 father, who isn't his natural father, and and his will is more of a personal will of just mm -hmm. wanting to mold him to be like his yes. son, but it's to replace not, what he lost. Right, yeah. but that's not who he is. Yeah, or or what he is. So oh, um, there's a lot to talk about with this, is. but I, I I it's probably the first time I've ever been like, wow, Pinocchio, yeah. a really cool fable. Yeah. What about you, Wes? Um, I have seen the Disney movie. Oh, I have two seen of us, it. Huh? I've seen <laughs> it. No, uh, I, I, I feel like I have a different connection to Pinocchio than you, Zach. You played him, but I remember my dad would take me either to the movies or to uh, Blockbuster or to a video store, and I'd get videos. And I remember getting the, the Disney Pinocchio and being scared to death of the transformation into a donkey, which he is thankfully, oh, Del yeah. Toro has thankfully taken out of his version. Um, <laughs> Uh, even though I think what he does with that 
where that falls in the story is more interesting. But I remember being just terrified that kids were turning into donkeys. And yeah, then there's a and then there's a version of Pinocchio that was Italian with the guy who made Life is Beautiful with a fully adult man. Oh Pinocchio. yeah. I saw trailers for that in one of my DVDs as a kid. And I remember seeing it in theaters. Yeah. And being like this, even as a child, being like, why does this movie exist? <laughs> Whoever made this movie should be incarcerated. Um, so, you know, and I, I remember seeing plays of Pinocchio and all this. I saw a Brooklyn College production of Pinocchio, Sands Cricket. Um, so I, I, I'm very familiar with the story. Um, I've never been emotionally moved by the story as much as I was here, which yeah. feels like, you know, Del Toro, of course, loves talking about fascism and kids in the middle of fascism and all that stuff. But what I was really moved by was the choice, the simple choice of like Pinocchio is not a real boy. So he doesn't, he doesn't adhere to death and mm, life the yes, same way. So yes. he keeps mm -hmm. getting killed <laughs> and waking up and, and like, uh, you know, Hades. Mixed. <laughs> <laughs> They're tired of seeing the, him. The funniest one is when <laughs> Mussolini shoots him in the head yeah. <laughs> and he gets out the coffin and goes, guys, I'm back. <laughs> and and like the, the bunny rabbits that do the coffins are like, oh, he's back. Yeah, <laughs> Just let him pass through. <laughs> um, no, I, I, I was really emotionally moved by it, man. I, I You know, what it says about like, what it means to be a good boy. I think often, like, Pinocchio, being a good boy is flattened into following rules, and I think yeah. by setting this in a uh, fascist state, following rules is actually not something you want to do. Yeah. Uh, and I thought that was really interesting. I thought, um, you know, I just was really moved by the, this, you know, a little self-sacrifice, a little, mm -hmm. uh, yeah. you know, he was a good boy, mm -hmm. you know? So I'm going to give end. up my dreams so that this kid can live. And, and yeah. I also love that he doesn't actually turn into a physical child he's always yes, a, he's, he's always wooden mm -hmm. and i was like ah, damn del toro you got me really, <laughs> um well i i think this uh could be interesting before we start you know digging more into plot and character just want to give you all uh listening and you guys here some background on uh the origins of pinocchio oh, yeah. so it was written by a man named carlo collodi mm -hmm. and it was actually a serial almost like calvin and Hobbes, like uh italian oh, strip wow called Story of a Puppet. Okay. Um, and he was a veteran of the two Italian wars of independence. Um, so when he was writing this, a lot of what was on his mind was like uh, national unity, economic hardship that was very prevalent during the time, um, and children's education, as well as just like the like children's livelihood. Um, mm. In 1800s Italy, 30 to 40% of children died before they were five. And actually, five of the author's own siblings died before they were seven. Oh, wow. Damn. So it's like the children and their yeah. death and is all around them. And I watched a really cool video essay. Um, I'm going to, I can't remember the name of it right now, but shout out to her. She was great. She talked about like all this history. And um, w one of the things she said is that at this time, you know, children are really just raised to be men. Mm, like right. they're not seen for having yeah. the life that they deserve to have. And, but there's this interesting parallel or not, not parallel, but paradox where kids look at uh, adulthood as quote unquote, the promised land. And mm -hmm. then, a, and then adults look back at childhood as this lost Eden. Yeah. And so there's this constant, like wishing, you know, the grass is greener type of thing. Um, but it was anyway. The story of Pinocchio was published in full as a book in 1883, okay. and it compiled all his different mm -hmm. adventures. Mm -hmm. uh, actually, in the ending of that story, he dies. He's hung by these uh, he's, they, people come along and hang him from a tree. Goddamn! Uh, Does he not escape from that situation? They they had him write more. After <laughs> okay, that. they were like, Imagine, hey, dude, like it's wait, they, they made him write more. They were like, it's popular. Can you? And they were like, you can't him? have him end like this. This is <laughs> this is for children, Carlo. Uh, also, you had the though, puppet be hung. 
<laughs> also, it's uh, uh, interesting because even like, you know, obviously in American culture, we have this uh, understanding of Jiminy Cricket, your yeah. conscience. He's that character. The cricket uh, has killed two yeah, issues yeah, yeah. in. And he keeps showing up as a ghost, right? Yeah, oh, my yeah, yeah. God. Yeah. By, the, the, by, by Pinocchio. Pinocchio, Pinocchio, Pinocchio throws it. a hammer at him. Yeah. yeah. Actually, his representation as like an annoying little shit in this is accurate to yes, yes, how yes. it was written. Kind of craven. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that all being said, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I think you can see a lot of that in this, right? The Even though, obviously, the original story was yeah. written prior to the rise of fascism in Italy, I think it's a perfect new setting for it. And this idea yeah. of like, you know, oh, what it means to be a real boy like even Ron Perlman says, like we're going to turn you into a real Italian boy yeah. Oh, yeah. by by training you in the military. The soldier, yeah. Yeah. I I I was really struck. I I texted you that I uh, both of you guys that uh and then Zach made fun of me because he was like, you picked this movie. <laughs> uh, uh, that 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 you know Del Toro, Del Toro is about to do a Frankenstein movie uh, with Oscar Isaac yeah. and, and Andrew Garfield. Uh, oh, he wait, that is his. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Zach oh. actually cast it, I and I did that. cast it. I uh, but but it's it's just interesting that you know Del Toro's favorite movie I think is the James Whale Frankenstein from the 30s, mm. and you can kind of see it in all mm. his movies. It's like especially in this one, mm -hmm. it's very Frankenstein. Yeah. like he creates this this figure and and the dad is horrified. Yes, that it's a wooden child that is talking to him and like essentially abandons. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, Del Toro also talked about. Um, just to add to what you're saying, uh, how this is also for him a story of fathers and sons. Yeah, for and, sure. And that yeah. it reflects his own relationship with his yeah. father and the lessons he has he has learned as a father himself. Yeah. Um, but you have awesome. three different um, filial, right? That's No, that's brothers. Uh, you have three different <laughs> paternal relationships, yeah. whatever. Um, you have <laughs> you have uh, Volpe and, and Spazzatura, the monkey. Classic. You have uh, the Podesta, yes, and uh, his son Finn Wolfhart, uh, and then you have uh, obviously Geppetto and, yes, and Carlos slash Pinocchio, um, and there's a fourth one that this video essay and that Del Toro talk about, which is the relationship between God and Christ, which obviously like yeah. mm. Catholicism is big in all of his movies yes. as well, yes. uh, and we'll definitely see that when we get to Hellboy, mm. um, most definitely. Oh, yeah. And he even talked about like I guess if there's a fifth one, the sort of fifth the, one. you know the <laughs> the fifth element, the fifth, oh. uh, no, the fifth paternal relationship. <laughs> that fascism is a mutation of the of, of paternalism. Pater yeah, like and big so, father. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, So there's all these different. It's like totally yeah. uh, entrenched throughout. But I think what's really interesting to lean into the P Frankenstein connection is that, you know, in in it's especially in the American version, um, but in a lot of the different iterations of this myth. Or this this story. I mean, um, it, is a myth. it keeps getting reached. Right, shaken up but in in almost all of them that I'm familiar with, Geppetto like lovingly creates Pinocchio, yeah. and mm -hmm. in this, it's like this drunken, yes. hateful, like yeah. bitter. Like I'm gonna thing. be God. Yeah, right. I'm gonna yeah. Create a new. And so man. he's asymmetrical. Yeah. And yes. He's got one ear, and his the, his head is like a stump that's not fully. Yeah. He doesn't look like the cutesy Disney version. And in yeah. fact, when that movie came out, Italians like rejected it because like, he looks like a little kid. Yeah. And um, why does he need to be a boy? He's already a boy. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, Effectively, the only way you can kind of tell he's a puppet is because his the, legs. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Right. But otherwise, he, you know, and maybe his nose. But this one is like grotesque. Even when his nose does grow, it's ah, it's like cute. a brand. He's, yeah. cute. he's cute. No, he is yeah. cute. Yeah. But but, but I mean, you guys are calling the puppet child ugly. Well, listen, <laughs> if if a puppet, a walking wooden boy showed up to your door and he looked like that, I think. What are his designs on me? Like, is he gonna kill me? He might. 
You he don't might. Know. The He's first few minutes chaotic. of his life, he almost killed Geppetto. Yeah. Yeah. He picks up the axe and like throws it. Yeah. He's like, what's this called? <laughs> uh, my favorite is when he's like, Carlo wasn't like this. And it's like, Carlo probably was like this. Probably at some time. Yeah. Yeah. He you could know, have been yeah. an angel all the time. Yeah. What I love is that they chose to keep the same voice actor for both yes. of them. Because it, what Borrowed it, soul. Yeah, and it makes... Like there's, it's a part of me that I I feel guilty about. But when he does make Pinocchio, I was kind of wishing that he would become more like this kid too. Because yeah. I was yeah, like, exactly. I want him to make Geppetto happy. So I'm like, I'm yeah. waiting for like him to calm down. And it's like the fact that it's the same voice. You're hearing the same voice, but it's such a different person. Yeah, mm. it's you know what I mean. Like it's it's devastating because it's like Geppetto. You know, he created what he wanted, and it's like not at all. It's not what he. It's not at all what he actually wanted. The young you know? Gregory Mann. He yeah. has no other credits. He's really I think, good, but he he's great. really really good. He was really good. I, uh, yeah, I was I was shocked at uh, how they just kind of. Uh, chopped up, and I guess maybe this is what the original story is like. I don't know. I haven't read it, but it's like it is a little bit more of a grotesque take on it, and there is a little bit more of like they literally crucified Pinocchio. Like it's like it's like the yeah, Christ uh, allegory. Yeah, it's pretty heavy. Is 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 not just right like there. he's made of wood and I made of wood. Yeah. Why do they worship him? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I, it's clear that Del Toro is like been trying to make Frankenstein for twenty five years, mm-hmm. and now he gets to. Make it hopefully it's great. I just think it's yeah. funny that uh, that Tilda so Tilda Swinton is in this as both the wood sprite and, and as death. the spirit of death. Yeah, and I think it's funny that great designs by the way. They're great. Yeah. These are two sisters who just keep uh-huh. undermining each other's Classic. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, like she like when Pinocchio dies the first time, the wood sprite is like, oh, she made you a real because she wasn't supposed to do that. Now every time you come back, you're going to be here a little longer. Yeah, it's funny, like but the, you're never going to die. Yeah, right. And then the last time, uh, she's like, "Okay, I, if I'm going to, if I send you back, you die. Like this is it." And the witch writes like, "Nah, it's all right. Yeah, I'm just gonna don't worry about it. I'm just gonna make you alive again." It's I cool. feel like I feel like death was pretty fun. I had to hang out with her. She's cool. Yeah, I'm yeah, sure she was I'm like. Sure <laughs> Zach, this is an anamorphic. <laughs> Lion creature. <laughs> I feel like she's wise. <laughs> One thing, though, uh, speaking again to the the influences of Catholicism uh, throughout Guillermo del Toro's work, the the sprites, uh, specifically the wood sprite, is made to look like the seraphim. Uh, the depiction yes, of, from the of oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. That have they both kind of look like wings. a biblical uh, angels thing. yeah yeah and then she also has the death has kind of like a manticore yeah. or chimera design yeah, yes. um, death which looks is like uh, the the lion from Book of Revelation where it has the face of a man and uh, yeah yeah. A... yeah but it's it's also interesting because and I I got my Hellboys mixed up but we see a creature like this in the Golden Army. We see the spirit of death, death literally right, death. and it has again the, oh the my eyes God, that's on the a beautiful wings. fucking that's like. Half of why I wanted to do Golden Eye instead <laughs> of that one for that monster alone. Yeah. Um, you know what? I, I love that the crickets arc throughout this. You know, you love a character that starts off like green, self centered. Yeah, yeah. And then comes back and is like, no, I'm a good person. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, just the his you know his request to 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 save pinocchio mm-hmm. and stuff you know what i mean and just knowing that he was a good person yeah. and he was trying you yeah. know what i mean like i kind of I, I do you feel that he's i felt like he wasn't in the movie as much as i thought he would the be the cricket yeah like he i think his efforts like you can see him making yeah. an effort but then he's like gone from the movie because he, he's a smudge on the road he's got to take a back seat which is like i guess yeah. The, yeah. the original serials where he gets smushed and he's kind of yeah I don't know. Yeah, because I mean, he's with Geppetto the whole time, right? Isn't he? At or some point, I? when Geppetto goes to hunt, oh yeah, for yeah, him, yeah, he yeah. he hops in his book bag, but yeah. he's not as much of like the. 
the constant presence, yes. constantly whispering in Pinocchio's ear. Which I was okay with, because yeah. I kind of, you know, it's it's kind of, it makes everything with Pinocchio that much more dire when yeah. he doesn't have... He's by himself. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, he doesn't have the cricket to, like, help him. You know, you, you feel, you don't feel as safe mm-hmm. because he's by himself, and you're like, fuck, anything can happen. This also forces him to learn on his own. I think it's so cute yes. when he, like, he decides, I'm going to go to the carnival to make money for Papa. I'm going to write him this note explaining why I've left. And he draws the smiley face because he doesn't know how to write. And he's like, this will explain it. it it's, a good, it's a good running joke when, when he's like, sign your name. And he just signs yeah. the circle. And then, and then he's like, he signed the contract. They're like, this is not a signature. And he goes, I wrote that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I did that. Uh, definitely cutest Pinocchio. Definitely, he's, oh, he's, he's, I mean, he's a little—he's a little terror, uh, obviously. He's, what he's like six years old? Yeah, yeah. he endears himself. It's kind of, but you know, it's fun about that is like he starts off, and you're like, God, this thing is actually annoying. Yeah. and then by the end of it, you're like, I oh, save him. Yeah. I mean, like, it's also, I guess, part of the, you know, when it comes to story, stories like this often say that like. You know, deals like this, there's something that's withheld or there's something like there's yeah. a there's a, another boot that's about to fall. Yeah. And I guess like even though Carlo was a 10 year old boy and he should know, for example, that like you don't put your foot in fire. I guess Pinocchio comes back and is like he has half of a mind, you know, yeah. he's not really in it. So he'll do stuff like that because yeah. he, he can't feel anything anyway, right. um, although he can taste hot chocolate. Maybe he just wants it. He just I, thought he did. I yeah. uh, I I. Th- I wonder what you guys think of this. Del Toro feels like one of the only filmmakers that is making movies on this level that is so um, uh, earnest. It feels like a lot yeah. of, of a lot of filmmakers today, and this is not a bad thing or a good thing, but are are very you know poking fun at their own the own concept, especially if it's high concept. A lot yeah. of like. Hey, can you believe this is happening? It's like Pinocchio, but it's like I'm a wooden boy, and how can I do anything? Yeah, There's yeah, a lot of yeah, yeah, ribbing at the concept. But you know? but 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 with Del Toro, like all his movies are super uh, earnest. Yeah, like all of, Hellboy is like came out 15 years ago. Superhero movie takes itself like obviously is a very funny movie, a very fun movie, but takes itself seriously. It does. Mm-hmm. Like it's never like, well, I can't believe you know, and any more than the Hellboy concept itself is right. kind of him ribbing yeah. the universe he's yeah. in. Um, but uh, yeah, I was really moved that he's like one of the only uh, big genre filmmakers that's like, yeah, this is it's a sweet movie about a puppet man, you know? Yeah, it's and a good time. so to that point, you know, uh, Del Toro is known for championing animation. Uh-huh. He's mm. he's been heard and 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 cited as saying like it's not uh, a genre, it's a medium, mm. and you can tell any kind of story through animation. Yeah. And, you know, he cites like Hayao Miyazaki, obviously, as a big influence oh, for him in that regard. That movie, um, and I found out that his first feature actually was going to be animated claymation. Oh wow! But someone broke into his house and like stole his work, and then also defecated. Like that feels personal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was someone who knew him <laughs> for so, sure. There, there's someone listening someone to that guy's it. listening to it right now. <laughs> yeah, that was me. <laughs> it was me, Barry. Um, I broke into your house and defecated on your floor. <laughs> but so you know, in a way, like you can I, I'm so sorry. Real fast, if that happened to you guys, you know who it would be in your own personal lives. You. It was <laughs> me. <laughs> Wow. I have some theories, probably, if I sat and made yeah. a list. Zach said me without a breath. <laughs> Immediately. Yeah. I would think it, it could be Zach, actually, for me. Yeah. I don't, think, no, I don't think he would no. take a dump. It could be Zach yeah, no, for me, too. Zach would adjust things so that I knew someone was in the house. Just barely. It didn't, didn't take anything. <laughs> Slowly drive you insane. <laughs> a very Jim uh, Halpert uh, <laughs> kind of prank. But... Um, 
Yeah, I, there's there's certainly a way to look at Del Toro's career in that he's kind of been working his way up to yeah. doing this kind of movie. Oh, yeah. Because when you look at his love for practical effects, mm-hmm. you know, his I mean, not that he doesn't. There's plenty of CG in Hellboy and not all of it. Looks God bless. Good. God bless. Not all of it looks good. But there's also a lot of practical makeup, yeah. uh, costuming. Um, so, you know, he's he talked about like stop motion is probably he said it's like a very painstaking uh, art form and because of that it's perpetually on the verge of extinction mm. the only reason yes. it's alive is because of people like me who are crazy and, right. and want to do it um, but yeah it takes it forever and the fact that you I, I mean you can make something like this for only 35 million dollars is like mm. outstanding the only other high profile um, stop motion thing I can think of is Mad God it just oh, came out uh, Phil Tippett like heard, last year this was insane. a guy who was the uh, the effects artist for a ton of movies in the 70s like and Robo 80s Cop and Star Wars mm. stuff like that and he had been sitting on his own concept for years and he just oh, made wow. it it's crazy <laughs> there's a lot going on but it's fully stop motion and yeah. it's like an and there's like very minimal dialogue if any um this feels, you know, obviously it's not quite that, but uh, but yeah, like there's. Uh, have, you, have you guys ever looked? The patience at, is crazy. Have you guys ever looked at um, the Wikipedia article of Del Toro's unrealized projects and how many different kinds of movies he was supposed to direct? No. A little, yeah. I'm aware of some things that he's passed on or that have passed him. There's a uh, the Creature from the Black Lagoon remake, which obviously becomes Shape of Water, Harry oh, yeah. Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban, which went to Corone, his mm-hmm. buddy. Lion Witch in the Wardrobe, which mm. he couldn't direct because he is a lapsed Catholic and he wouldn't bring the lion back to life. <laughs> oh, boy. Halo, I Am Legend, yeah. Pan, Dead Man, Tarzan. He's going to do a Dead Man movie? Like DC Dead Man? Did DC Dead oh, Man. That does oh. seem like his... Yeah, that his uh, Doctor Strange, The Hobbit, obviously. That was really crushing for him. Thor, uh, Van Helsing... <laughs> Man of Steel. <laughs> my God. The Hulk television show with Mark Ruffalo. Oh, my God. Uh, the Beauty and the Beast, Dark Universe, and obviously Dark Justice League. Yeah. Well, he's a massive comic fan. Yeah. yeah. But he's he has, aside from Hellboy. And Blade. And Blade. That's mm-hmm. right. He did do Blade, the two too. monsters. Um, yeah. I, I think I, the big thing I know about was Shadow of Colossus. Shadow of the Colossus. Yeah. He's always kind of talked about that. You've heard of that video game, Zach? Yes. You. It's like an old PS One era video oh, game. You it, play as a guy. You fight like hunting there, down these yes, giants. That was awesome. But then you find out that like you actually just extinguished a race. For, oh fuck! It's like I don't. You have to save a princess. It's almost like Legend of Zelda, but like yeah, yeah, yeah. way more sparse. He wanted to do that. He also was attached to Bioshock, kind of at oh, some point. Oh yeah, that makes sense. That didn't go through. He was going to do a BPRD movie called Hellboy Silverlace with Abe Sapien as the main character. Damn, that's you know. That sounds amazing. That does sound good. I, yeah. He's lived a life. He yeah, has lived he a has, life, and uh, I'm sure we'll continue to, yeah. to chat about it uh, in, in the Hellboy section. But is there anything else regarding Pinocchio? Um, I just want to touch on the ending because oh, yeah. the ending yeah. was made me cry. It was beautiful, yeah. just the way that because I, I, you know, honestly, I was like, this movie's over. Like mm. as soon as he comes back, I'm like, great, end of film. And then it just shows them living together happily and just the way that he outlives Everybody. all of them. You know, he's just left with the monkey, and then the monkey dies, <laughs> and it's just him. The monkey's you know like mean? walking with the walking stick. Yeah, the monkey's yeah. Yoda. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. What really got me though was when the cricket fucking. When that he was, was it like, for me. He found me yeah. on the table. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> yeah, like, it's just, I, yeah, that that. The people you love die, Zach. It happens. He's a cricket and a monkey. They weren't gonna live uh, long. That was hard. It was the just... cricket had a gray mustache, Wes. Oh. <laughs> it gave the cricket a gray mustache. That was hard. <laughs> and it was. Just, with glasses. 
<laughs> no, uh, no. The the last fifteen minutes, it's like they they have the thing in kids' movies that always get the emotion out of you, where the main character dies or is in great peril. They yeah. get served, they they used to do it all the time in mid two thousands movies, but then he's like, it's not over yet. Yeah, and he just proceeds to kill, kill everyone. Every every character that you grow. The thing about Geppetto movie. though is that he was like already sixty when yeah. Carlo was alive. You know who plays so you him? Have to yeah. imagine Walder Frey from Game of Thrones. Oh, really? Yeah. Argus Filch. Two wars. <laughs> <laughs> That's who David Bradley is. Wow, I never... Okay, got it. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh shit, from Harry Potter. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Oh, God bless. Yeah. Um, I He's good. You haven't gotten to his comeuppance yet. <laughs> no. <laughs> he gets yet. his comeuppance. Oh, the, there is one thing I wanted to talk about in this movie, which is that uh, the, you know, going back to the, the Disney, the 1940s Disney joint, um, the... Yes, there's the donkey part, which scares a lot of people. <laughs> Monstro in that? The giant, the whale? Oh, oh my, my God. God. Yeah. What even <laughs> no, is that? No, it's thanks. usually a whale. <laughs> what was that? Well, in this, in this, he's some sort of, I don't know what's happening. But in the original, I mean, he's scary in this, but but not, I don't know. I remember watching as a, a kid. He's a monster in the original. Yeah, but he he has like sharp teeth and he's angry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he looks like something you've seen before at least yeah. in in the original. I remember specifically being afraid of when they start making the fire so that they can make him sneeze. Oh. The way that they animate his like his face moving yeah, and like yeah, the yeah. and he's breathing yeah. and and it's just it was I didn't like it. Oh, but he, in this they just in the book. they tickle his um his he's hole. His name is <laughs> his name is the terrible dogfish in the book. Yes. I guess that's what uh, he is yes, in this. Because yeah, he he's a dogfish. looks awful. He looks yeah. monstro. Yeah. Um, but okay. doesn't seem to be actively chasing yeah. them as much as like he's just around. Yeah. And they happen to wind up inside of him. Yeah. Well, he's minding his own business. He's just ugly. Whose fault is it? You're right. Yeah. Gods. Gods. <laughs> <laughs> do you think there's a. Do you think all the gods in this universe look like those two creatures? I would yeah. love to see they Maybe. Del Toro's interpretation uh, interpretation of the rest of those gods. Yeah, like or or like they're 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 clearly like angelic figures if yeah. they're not actually God, yeah. um, with a, with a capital G. But um, yeah, well, I like you know I I really liked it. Um, it's if I were to show a version of Pinocchio to a future child of mine, it would would probably be this one. I would say. Yeah, me too. Um, I think it's or, or, or the recorded version of the one that I did. Yeah, 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 that's the one. That's the, the one. VHS. Yeah. <laughs> now pay attention. This is old this technology. Is, this, <laughs> is <my friend. laughs> this is my friend Zach. <laughs> you don't even know what this is. Um, but uh, Zach, someone's gonna find your old like uh, play recordings when you're famous. It's going to be like that Timothy Chalamet rapping video. <laughs> oh, God. You know, it's funny. They're not going to find them. My mom's going to leak them on the internet. Absolutely. Yeah. Some kid somewhere with Google glasses looking at. Miss Plomo, do you have a copy of As You Like It? I'm just asking. Man, please. She does, I think, have okay. something. Okay, I'll, I'll contact her. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I am going to go ahead and give uh, Guillermo del Torrio's Pinocchio eight crickets out of ten. Oh. I will give it. Eight tiny Mussolinis mm. out of ten. That guy, yeah, yeah, yeah. no one respects Mussolini, dog. No. Not no. even his own people. He was killed, hung upside down, and dragged through the streets. <laughs> <laughs> He's not even country. like when when you talk about like the great dictators of history, it's like, oh and then Mussolini. Yeah, he doesn't really He's like the Tom Watts dance of the dictators. <laughs> 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 Just a lack of respect. I think I'll give this uh Nine underworld rabbits out of ten. Mm. Yeah, I, you know, I just I, it's a it's a it's good. good movie, the music you know. wasn't that great. 
as far as the like the actual musical like, you stuff. know they can yeah. always skip that yeah. Yeah. In, in these movies yeah. i never need to see i don't that. know why they do the singing uh do you, do you think those un, those underworld rabbits have a podcast they, they must, they right? I think yeah. so, actually. Yeah. Yeah. What would it be called? Uh, it's also the media. The media work. Yeah. <laughs> oh wow, we need new. We need artwork. That's us as those rabbits. <laughs> we gotta hit up Julia. I love that they're gambling. <laughs> there's four of them, and there's four of us. We could do it. Yeah, we could do it. We could do it. Just carrying coffins. <laughs> well, we've already entered the underworld. We may as well stay there for this next conversation oh, about yeah. uh, yeah. Hellboy. No. no, I wanted to though. I saw kids reading that, and I was like, "You're fucking cool." It just came out. <laughs> just came out. It's every single Hellboy story. I I had I read Bone, somebody. and I think I read <laughs> every issue except the last one. But I remember years later, I would find those like again those compendiums that that put the whole thing yeah. into a volume. Yeah. But I didn't yeah. like it because it was black and white. I guess because uh, it, yeah. it's when expensive you're a kid, to print. Like, yeah, come on, where's yeah. the color? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They but used now, to do that with Marvel comics. Too. Yeah, I might have to uh, look that up. Yeah. Anyway, we're not talking about Bond. All right, here we go. Okay. Hellboy, a 2004 uh, superhero, f- sure, superhero film <laughs> based on the Dark Horse <laughs> comics character uh, created by Mike Mignola. Um, so this was uh, directed and written by Guillermo del Toro, and it stars Ron Perlman as Hellboy. Uh, with Selma Blair as Liz Sherman. Sherman. Doug Jones is uh, her. Doug Jones. Abe now, doesn't am I lying if I say that he is voiced by? Yes. Nope. I, I, no, I think it is Doug Jones Doug who plays him. You know who I always confuse that actor with because he sounds just like him, and I think it's also a perfect casting. David High Pierce. Oh, interesting. Because okay. he sounds just like him, and it's what the does same... Doug Jones actually sound like? Do we know? I guess he sounds like Abe Sapien. Like that right. Uh, he was the original voice. There's, you can find footage of him voicing the surfer before they dub him over with uh, oh, with Fishburne. Wow. Yeah, I think it is. He's using a British accent too. Yeah. Um, well, Zach, I'm curious. Before we even get in, yeah, like, let's go. like explain a bit about your yeah, relationship oh to Hellboy. He's yes. your favorite Hellboy. character. Hellboy is, uh, is is in my top five, if not three, favorite characters of all time. This is media morgue lore that you yeah. guys are yeah, getting. Yeah. Ta- <laughs> now. My introduction to him was through this movie. Like this is this is where mm. I first knew him from, and I kind of only recently got into the comics. But um, I just think it's a great character. He's a demon. He's the bane of the world. Yeah. He's, he's, he's the Antichrist. He is the beast of the yeah. apocalypse. Right. Yeah. I think that's his yeah. formal name. Yeah. yeah. Um, or not his formal. It's it's a new drama. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His title. His uh. Yeah. It's what's on his his a, name plate. His resume. Yeah. yeah. yeah exactly. um, beast of the apocalypse. Yeah. But his whole thing is he just wants to be a guy. Like he just wants to. He's just a blue collar yeah. dude. Yeah. That they're he's like a sanitation worker. Who's exactly. Like, oh, by the way, you're responsible for Armageddon. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and and he just wants to to relax and and save the day. I mean, they constantly. You you know the the organization that he worked for, the BPRD, yeah. constantly is just like, "Hellboy, we need you to fight the worst thing we've yeah. ever seen." Like, <laughs> Can somebody else do it. And they're like, "No, no, it's not you." Um, and that's just that's his whole shtick. You know, every every story of Hellboy, uh, it's just about the fact that he just wants to do a job, and he is constantly being told that his purpose is so much greater mm-hmm. and more terrible. Mm. Um, and I think it's just a great idea for a character. I agree. Um, and yeah, I mean, I think this movie does a, gr- a really good job of interpreting that. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's, you know, there's things about uh, 
these movies and this interpretation of the character that aren't completely faithful to the source material, but in a way that really works. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. if if it's not Ron Perlman, then you have to really be super faithful to uh, the source material, which is exactly what they did not do for the one with David Harbour. Uh, um, yeah. I'm so sorry. You want to pour one too. out for him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of Perfect casting. Really good casting. Yeah. I was very excited. I'm we can take a few minutes to talk, even though we're not reviewing that yeah, movie. Like just, just to talk about the yeah. what that was. Uh, what's sad about that is Hopper. Season one, Hopper is, is Hellboy. Things, is, is Hellboy. Is Hellboy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he is. He's exactly the same. He's a tired dude that's just he's doing his job and people are like man you gotta go do this thing he's like i don't fucking want it yeah you know what i mean he's just like he's big he looks like him yeah no yeah. offense um and and then they cast him and they just proceed to do the complete opposite with him they turn him into like a teenager yeah with like anger an, management issues yeah and, he's and, like, and i think even uh, harbor is disappointed that it didn't oh, go well he he seems to re- regret doing that m- movie which is sad but but I mean, Perlman does a, a thing where he's able to play the character like a teenager. Yes. Like they say he's thirty, he really acts like nineteen. Yes, he does. Mm-hmm. Like he acts like an eighteen-year-old. He sneaks out of, of, uh, of his house. Yeah. He's like, he so he's like, cats. I don't want to. <laughs> he has so many cats. They're like, can you stay inside? He's like, I don't want to stay inside. Yeah, They're yeah. like, all right, well, okay. They can't stop you. You're yeah, a demon. you're a demon. You're yeah. <laughs> uh, but I think Perlman does such a good job, and I don't think it's that Perlman is more charismatic than Harbor. I think they're both very charismatic yeah. actors. Perlman might have a better voice than oh, Harper, but that's but who has a, as good of a voice as Ron Paulman he's, he's yeah. certainly one of the greats when uh, it comes to voice but you know what I think it is other than the writing I think it's just that Perlman is able to play him um, like a uh, a kid trying to work things out it's almost a coming of age movie mm-hmm. like it's almost like you know realizing yeah. you're at a crossroads in your life yeah. and you could become yeah you could become the apocalypse I yeah. guess or you could be good and right. you could become and a man. You could, you know, and yeah. I think, and, and Hellboy thinks of himself as a, as a monster for most of the movie. Mm-hmm. And it's the death of his dad and the choice that he makes seeing his future that forces him to go, well, I'm not a monster. Like, right. I could be a good person. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and I think, you know, yeah. go ahead. Well, no, I was just going to say the thing that they do with this movie that they don't really ever explore in the comics is he's really good at his job and he's really fucking cool. But then as soon as he looks at, his girlfriend because he, he doesn't have a girlfriend in the comic right no liz is just like it's just on person. his team right yeah and so when but whenever he deals with her in the movie he folds he just you know yeah. what i mean like he's he becomes like a a bumbling idiot yeah and i think that's a really fun way to make this character relatable for a more general audience that you know mm-hmm. isn't familiar with the comics and they have a teen romance they're like they sneaking do. out to see each other yeah. you know well, he I, sneaks out to see her she does not she's like i never want to see yeah. her <laughs> why are I you wanted here to see you. she goes on a date with fucking, <laughs> fucking james marsden yeah. <laughs> if it were james marsden in this movie uh, better, he would have been role. in the sequel he would have been in the sequel yeah. if it, better role also i would have yeah. liked him more cyclops yeah. era james marsden they could have uh, smoked yeah. this yeah. um so briefly about the 2019 version before I cycle back to my experience with 2004. That's one of the only movies that I have like turned off, yeah. uh, um, rough. or skipped through to yeah. get to like where. Something and now they're doing it again. Cool. There's a new Hellboy movie coming. You're out. joking. I t- we talked about this. Have we? Have we? There's a new Hellboy reboot. Yeah. No. No. It should be. A, first of all, it should be a TV show. There should be a. It should probably, be probably right. I, well, yeah. the thing about Hellboy is it's like oh, we did talk about the that. thing about Hellboy is it's like it's such an easy concept like it's straightforward it's straightforward it's like he is a it's like literally buffy the vampire slayer yeah. Yeah. but 
he's the Antichrist. Yes. And there's a time bomb. It's yes. like eventually yeah. this time bomb is going to go yeah. off. But for now, he's just like a fun guy yeah. we hang he's out a, with. He's a devil cop. Ketchup Entertainment lands the rights to the new Hellboy reboot starring Jack Kenzie. Hellboy the Crooked Man. Excuse me? I, I feel like uh, you just told me my ex-girlfriend started seeing somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> like, seeing that guy's face, I just my, my heart fell. Well, this movie, Would I you have... want to play uh, Hellboy? I can't. He can. I certainly can't. What are you talking about? I'm 5'7". <laughs> and? Hellboy's <laughs> Technology, six, modern technology exists, Then Jack. nobody wants me to do it. All right. I we'll would see. campaign would you, against myself. Would you, voice, would you voice Hellboy in an animated series? Sure. Do you think you could do the voice? I think I could. Yeah, might be a little easier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think I have a pretty deep. Voice. I also think you like does I mean? like, Hellboy like there's there's very like it's not like okay Mark Hamill did Joker and now everyone has to sound like Mark Hamill yeah. quote unquote. I don't think there's anyone no. definitive like that for Hellboy. You could sound Zach's, like Ron Perlman a Zach's little bit. Zach's from New York, you know, uh, just yeah. a tired New Yorker. You just gotta go down. You can. I mean, you know, the thing was is what they. I don't know if honestly if it was David Harbour's interpretation or if his like mouth prosthetic got in the way, but mm. he had kind of like a grumbly down here. You yeah. know what I mean? And like it's so like, Mr. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, like what I think the the, a great Hellboy <laughs> voice was, was from Injustice too. Oh, that was yeah, a good yeah. Hellboy voice. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like it's. Uh, oh, I like yeah. Do it, do it. Uh, thanks for the light, pal. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's just like there's like a little bit of a little bit know? of a smirk. Yeah, to it. yeah all I can yeah. imagine. Almost now like a is Sylvester Stallone playing Hellboy. Oh god! <laughs> 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 I wish Danny was here. We should edit Danny doing an impression of. <laughs> hey, they told me I'm the beast of the yeah, Armageddon. Yeah, yeah. You know, in my right hand is death. <laughs> <laughs> this is a Mandela effect thing. I always assumed Hellboy had a pointy tail like Nightcrawler. Uh, oh, like the with the little yeah, with the little dagger on the, the end of it. No, yeah. he doesn't. No, he doesn't. No, it's just like just a hot dog. A cute little yeah, yeah a hot it's dog like a tail. dog's tail. Yeah, it's a little disturbing actually uh, when he goes uh, to like wrap I, it around I, the. I invite you guys to think for a second about the mechanics of Hellboy having to sleep with Liz. Hang on, hang on. Before <laughs> we get there, I want to get this out. I want to. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to stop you. I I want to uh, just talk about my relationship to this movie. Um, you know, like uh, I'm sure a lot of us growing up before physical media got mm-hmm. largely fizzled out, I had this on DVD. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It I think was my dad did too, and it was I'm funny because you know, growing up in the in the house I grew up in, like you, I had family members who were like, "Oh, you you shouldn't even watch Harry Potter because yeah. it's like witchcraft." True, true. But my dad gleefully put on Hellboy. Like yeah, we watched yeah, both yeah, of those yeah, movies. Yeah. My dad, the loves devil. Hellboy. Yeah, my, my dad <laughs> loves Hellboy. And um, I think there was just I, we watched it a lot. It was a movie that like was on pretty regularly, and I think there was to your point, Zach, this the, like the everyman sort of quippiness that made him seem friendly yeah. maybe that's why this movie is so quippy is because it's like the it concept very quippy the concept is like oh i don't want my kids to yeah yeah, yeah. and guillermo having his own catholic yeah, guilt yeah. probably wanted to make it more mm-hmm. approachable for second date yeah. no tongue no tongue probably my yeah. favorite one like classic um from him in this movie but uh like it you're not lights the cigar with his hand <laughs> it's Come good on. stuff there's a lot of good visual stuff in this um, you could totally do this as like a throwbacky '90s cop show, like 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 yeah. that's the pitch. Like it looks like a '90s cop show. Well, know? I was gonna say with your voice, you do like transatlantic Hellboy. Yeah, so, okay. yeah. Uh, I mean, like I mean like Hellboy like has a, his adventures go through the '40s, right? It's like '40s, '50s, '60s, '70s. Like yeah, like, yeah. He, he does oh, he's way back there. Yeah. yeah, and they never put him in a in front of a regular fucking building. It's always a castle yeah, in the comics, yeah, yeah, anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, which is actually. That is where these movies deviate heavily from the source material. Yes. He's like in New York City. He's always and that's and I read or I saw something that was like these movies might have been slightly influenced by like Men in Black in terms of oh most definitely you know and I mean? X two like, the Brian yeah, Singer yeah, X yeah. movies just like 
bringing monsters to New York. You yes, know what I mean? Like, absolutely. Especially, and you know, that's also very much in the second movie as well, where it's like, the, like there's like a whole like black market uh, goblin exchange. <laughs> yes, like, yeah, under yeah, the yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> and in the it's comics, like Diagon Alley. Yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> but in the comics, he never. Mike Mignola always put him like you know in these in in other countries like you know in Eastern European yeah. countries castles. He only he drew like one plane and it was like Hellboy falling out of it and it's in the very background. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Uh, so that is one thing that I do think honestly helped it. I, I think like especially for that time putting Hellboy in New York, making it, like, so people weren't even necessarily that freaked out about yeah. seeing him. That's like, you know, it's that's more familiar. Yeah, it's yeah, homey. Yeah, yeah. Um, really, uh, th th this movie starts in World War II. Hey, go figure. <laughs> Once again, like we said, uh, yeah. Del Toro very interested in, in war and war, what it does yeah. to people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Del Toro will go out of his way to uh, kill as many Nazis as possible in his movies. Oh, and yeah. I appreciate him for that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like in bat, like that one, the, the one that gets, who gets thrown into bro, the portal. Like, bro. And he's, he starts he spins like four uh, times and then he just disintegrates. He's got the, the Wilhelm scream. Yeah. As he, uh, yeah, um, yeah. Disappears into it. <laughs> he's probably hanging out with Red Skull now. Yeah. Yeah, that guy went. Um, but yeah, it's a really interesting opening. I I do feel like it's very convenient that these like paranoid military men don't yeah. shoot that thing on sight. Yeah. Oh my god. I little, know that little baby I would have blasted that thing. <laughs> yeah. I know that He's a demon. <laughs> How do you know it's a baby? I'm sorry. How do you know it's a baby? It could just be small. It could just be a small fully grown goblin. I they give him a babe Ruth and I'm yeah. supposed to think that yeah. he's yeah, fine. No, I'm sorry. Look at all, his when it, when it oh, into your brain to give it a babe Ruth. Yeah, why he, why yeah. do you have that? Yeah. He's Sir, like, you're in a He's like don't shoot it. <laughs> I well, have this chocolate. Yeah. It's also funny. Yeah. I was. I realized. You know. Obviously, when he gets older, John Hurt um, uh, as Professor Broom. Great performance, by the way. Yeah, good really performance. Good. Yeah. Has a, has a cane. Not in it that much. Yeah. And you see that he gets shot. Yeah, uh, yeah. He gets clipped. Yeah. By um, Cronin as he's hopping out of cover. Where was he going? What did he Where think was he was he doing when yeah, the gunfire sure. started? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> he just got to duck down. Um, yeah. It's. I. I refuse to believe that Hellboy never accidentally killed anyone while he was living at like a military base when I, he was a baby. I, I absolutely I definitely do. think he slapped somebody because really they were hard. tickling him and they died. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they just wheel him out. <laughs> Another <laughs> one because we're led to believe that we we know that Liz has killed people because she has a nightmare oh my God. and the whole shit goes yeah, up, you know. She killed so, all of Detroit. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. It's like my <laughs> god, if she's on fire and all her friends burn up. It's like Judgment Day in Terminator what happened? Do you see the skeletons on the fence? <laughs> oh my god, yeah. Like, Eviscerated. Yeah. yeah, oh my god. I I it's like the opening of Akira. I yeah. want to circle <laughs> I want to circle back to what you said about it being influenced by blockbusters. I felt very nostalgic watching this. I was telling I don't mm. know if you had direct TV, but my dad had direct TV where it was like you could catch they would just show movies over and over again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is how I watched I've only seen like the last thirty minutes and the first five minutes of Golden Army. Oh. Via this, I've never seen it straight. Are through. you serious? Yeah, I've never seen it straight. Through. You would like Golden Army. Golden Army, Golden Army, low key, I like better. I will. Uh, well, I think I that's the general opinion is I that Golden Army better. is better. Yeah. Uh, but but um, it got me really nostalgic for movies like Underworld and Van Helsing and X Two. These movies, these like yeah, blockbusters yeah. from the early two thousands yeah. that all kind of had this bluish tint. Yes, um, they were of an era for sure. They were certainly, and you know, I mean, the effects aren't great. I think Hellboy's probably. I mean, it's not quite X Two. I think X Two is maybe the gold standard for these kinds of things. It's certainly better than 
Van Helsing. Oh, gotta be. Yeah. And better than A League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, which is gotta a be. That's <laughs> that's the, the bar is. What in was hell. it about these monster mashup movies? That it was just that all these these rights uh, were public domain, oh, and I think uh, people saw like, okay, we can maybe. Because it was it was a superhero bump like like you know we were talking about with X Men Spider Man Hulk so I think it was an opportunity to take yeah the, the yeah. these literary characters yeah. and do something cool with them yeah um, but in a more like adventury like mm-hmm. Indiana Jones almost kind of way it than is what we have today yeah I mean there's a reference in here where he slides under the door and tucks yeah. his tail oh, I love it yeah um, the but, mummy was also one of these. Yes, yes, oh, yeah. yeah, Brendan Fraser. We got to bring the mummy on this oh, show. Oh, yeah, we got to find a reason to bring what that What if on. I told you guys I've never seen them? It's good. Guess I've I seen the surprised. third one. No. Two of the Are you Dragon kidding? Emperor. No, no. With Jet Li? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With Jet Li? I know for a fact he didn't understand what he was doing when he signed on. <laughs> he was like, what the fuck? Like, he definitely read that script later, and he was like, the f- <laughs> shit. They told me it was a sequel to Fearless. <laughs> Brandon Frazier is going to have like a biography in 20 years, and there's just going to be like half like half a paragraph that's like, also, Brandon Frazier was in uh, The Mummy <laughs> 3. Yeah. It didn't go well. And also in Sino Man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, uh, yeah, there was, um, there was a point, speaking of Van Helsing and League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, where I looked at the actor playing Rasputin, and I thought he was... Um, was uh, the Whatever Dracula and M oh guy? My God, no. I know he's not, but there was a second where I was like, he could have probably played this part too. He was on a hot streak yeah. these three five yeah. years. But it's interesting. Speaking of Rasputin, how uh, the I don't know if this is just in the movie or if this is in the comics as well, but the Hellboy story does a little bit of what Watchmen does, which is like it creates history, a, yes. a branch yeah. like yeah. United States history or, or yeah. world yes. history. So where this Jeffrey idea, Tabor is is uh, Jagger Hoover, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so there's this there's this throwaway line that. Uh, Broom has about well, first of all, so Rasputin is like the Rasputin of history, yes, like yes. The, the, the one that was the Russian oligarch, famously killed horrifically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and then um, and then Broom is like, oh yes, the occult wars finally ended when Hitler died in 1958. Ah, uh, yeah. Myers yeah. is like, he died cool. in 45, and he's like, he's like, that's what you think. Yeah, yeah. He's like, yeah, 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 good shit, good shit. It is very, it's also very Patrick Stewart, isn't it? Like yeah. the, you know, he would always open those X Men movies with narration, like the future, since the, future. the dawn of time, yeah. my mutants were here. Yeah. And I won't lie, I hate those fucking intros. <laughs> yeah, those always. When great. I was a kid, I was like. Ugh, like these upset me. Like just yeah. the I Hellboy like opening credits. Mutants. I remember freaked me out as a kid. Yeah, because yeah. Hellboy. The, I love the, them. The moving and wait, the but music. the song, the theme goes so hard. It's yeah, like, it's it's a, doom, doom, and doom, I, doom, I love a late uh, title card pop up. I like twenty minutes in a cold open. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I also love the the bit where they have the Mike Mignola Hellboy comic, and he goes, "They never get the oh yeah, they never get the He has a pretty cool intro. Yeah, they're bringing him into this. He's two ways. He's like, you saw the blue guy, right? And he's like, yeah, that was weird. Yeah, like yeah. Right. Can we talk about Myers real fast? Uh, Rupert Evans, no disrespect to you. Hey, he hey, went on to do good things. There, like, there's the yeah. thing, and you said this, Zach, and I think you're absolutely on the money. There's a thing with this first wave of superhero genre films yeah. in the 2000s where they're they're a little embarrassed at the concept. Yeah, they were where, yeah. where they're like, oh, like this is kind of silly. We need a human being yeah. in here. They want the audience inserts exactly to be like, oh, there's a guy here. Yeah, yeah for sure. If yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy was made. In the 2000s, we would have had like Peter Quill coming straight from Earth. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Like by. Galaxy Quest. Yeah, yeah. Another, I mean, mid 2000s, James hey. Marsden could have played whatever, man. I just, James Marsden, <laughs> if you want to talk, biggest man. champion. I think, okay, here's the th- we're not talking about James Marsden. <laughs> That's fine. That man had a, that man is such a good actor. He is. And he has fallen into the trap 
of people being like Sonic. that handsome guy is not like worthy of these. M- yeah. You know what I mean? Like he played like a handsome third lead for so long yeah. that I feel like no one took him seriously but he was, at yeah. a certain point. He was in Always the Bridesmaid, Never the Bride. Yeah, you know what dude. I mean? Like they, they were like, you're good looking and heroic, but we don't want you as our main hero. You know should've what I mean? Been, like should have been the lead of X3. Yeah, Shit it's an interesting around. paradox, I guess, when because when you need a character who is that, um, but it's you know a lot of stories are almost always more interested in the guy who's not the quite that. Yeah. So that's obviously exemplified with Cyclops and Wolverine. Yeah. yeah. One of them is the clean cut Boy Scout, and the other one is the Rebel, the bad boy. Yeah. yeah. yeah Marston yeah, yeah. could have played a darker version of Cyclops, I think. Yeah. Or, um, or just or even a better version of the Boy Scout if they, or, you know, if you. Yeah. He's just getting cucked to those three movies. Uh, it's <laughs> tough. Yeah. Just, what are you coming? The good. When Wolverine comes back in the beginning of the second movie, and he's like, your bike's empty. And yeah. he's like, then fill, fill her, her up. up. Yeah, great <laughs> stuff. Yeah, that was good. Wolverine took his bike yeah. for six months yeah. to go hunt uh, And then ghost. he gets cucked yeah. by Superman. He's yeah. cool. And Superman returns. Gets One cucked by f- Patrick uh, Dempsey. And, uh, oh, yeah. That was a great part un- for him. That's a great yeah, part yeah, for was a great role My for favorite moment in... How are we here? My favorite <laughs> moment in the first X-Men is... I don't know why. This is a big thing. But one of my favorites is when they're like looking up at the Statue of Liberty, right? Mm-hmm. And like Wolverine's there, blah, blah, blah. And he's getting fucked up by Magneto. And Cyclops is just like, I have a shot. I'm taking it. And he just blasts him. Yeah, like, yeah, that's yeah, cool yeah, yeah. as fuck. <laughs> and also then, like, uh, uh, when Gene is able to help redirect his blast. Yes. It's cool stuff. Cyclops man. is one of the coolest X-Men, man. I won't hear anything else it's of it, It's cool man. stuff. He's cool, yeah. dude. And I hope, you know, when, I don't know, Disney makes Charles Melton play him or something. <laughs> I hope they do. Do him justice. Yeah. Do him justice. Anyway, We're back to about character topic. relationships. Um, so obviously the big one that's important here is Hellboy and, and Liz, which yeah, is like yeah, cool. Yeah. It's a love story. But I did find that some of the other relationships were lacking a little for my his taste. His dad. Particularly with his dad. I thought and it was And I get that they're not talking, but yeah. like you, I think that has to matter more to uh, you got to see them, them talk before he dies. Before he dies. Or, or like what I thought was if... if because obviously, like Hellboy makes the decision to go chase uh, Liz and Myers, and that's why he's not home when right, Broom right, right, right. gets killed. Right. And I think you have to—I mean, not have to. It's the movie's 15 years old, but it would have been interesting if, like, there was a dilemma where Hellboy maybe had a moment of, "I want to talk to my dad," yeah. But then he decides, or he finds out, "Oh, Liz is going out. Mm, I'll yeah. do that later. Yeah. I gotta go chase her." Just so that you know, there was at least an inkling of, because yeah. they're just icing each they're other, kind really, of. Yeah. For the movie, you and get then, that one thing in the museum. I feel like that's their like, oh no, okay, and then he whatever when he's like lying down and he's getting the shit, the fucking egg taken out of him. But yeah, I I wanted more like because it's such an interesting thing. Yeah. First of all, again for this like demon, he like is scared of his dad. You yeah, know what I mean? exactly. He's like an eighty year old man, and he's like hiding a cigar from yeah. him. Like that's good stuff. Yeah, and I wanted more of that relationship. Like that is his father yeah. in his eyes, and um, even even like I mean. Even to an extent, you get more relationship between Abe and Broom. Mm. Yes. Abe not necessarily feeling as much of a son to him, but no. like this dutiful kind of yes. like, yeah. you know, helper. Like a friend. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And and I think I think the second movie does go on to expand a bit more about like Hellboy and Abe and their, yeah. their friendship and their dynamic. Oh, def- oh my god. And you know, him and Liz and yeah. all that. But it's like in this movie, yeah, Abe even is in less of yes, it than I remembered. Yeah. Oh yeah. He gets, I think I just remembered a lot of the second gets movie. Put yeah. in the tank. He gets yeah. put in the tank. I uh you know what's funny though about this? I'm ninety nine percent sure this is true. But the way that Broom goes out in the comics there's less of a relationship between him and Hellboy and that like oh, yeah? oh, it is still his surrogate dad. 
but like he dot like he I don't know what happens. He gets like something happens. He gets he taken out very. Frog. He gets doesn't he take, get taken out very early though. <laughs> yes, he died. And Hellboy's just kind of like fuck. He's dead. And then that's it. Like do he doesn't think, really mourn. He's just like. Fuck. Do they circle back later in like flashback issues? Because I know there's BPRD issues probably. that that probably Hellboy back yeah. in the day. Mm -hmm. But the first like stuff with he dies early. And it's not at all emotional, and Hellboy kind of doesn't care. And I'm like, Damn. that's interesting. Cause that Seed of Destruction, that first uh, arc I've heard, is very different from what the rest of they, it is. Because they don't know exactly what yeah. they're doing. With, they don't mm -hmm. know. And it's a different writer. Yeah. Manolo's just doing the arc. Yeah, and he yeah. doesn't know yet that he wants him to be the Beast of the Apocalypse. Like It's like, ah, oh, you're important. Mm -hmm. You don't know how yet, but you are. Mm -hmm. yeah. And then like once they like latch onto that, they never let it go. But mm. yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I agree. I, I remember watching this most recently, and I was like, because I remember how emotional it is when he does die, and he like right. sinks to his knees, and you know he's like on the fucking roof, and it's like raining. You yeah, know, the yeah, 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 yeah. But I forgot. I was like, wow, yeah, they kind of don't tend to this relationship maybe as much as they should have. Right. Like, just even if it's just a scene, a scene, and even if it's not them getting along, but even if it's something where like where Broom explains why he disapproves of yeah, how yeah. Hellboy's been, yeah. and that's weighing on his conscience. Because then it creates it like it might separate them, and Hellboy's like, "Well, I'm I'm pissed off because he doesn't get me." You yeah. know, the teenager thing, and then well, he's yeah. out of the house when his father dies. Yes, so it just makes it it gives a bit more impact for the audience. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. I wonder if there's not scenes in the cutting room floor that uh, maybe that could, oh, it could very well be. Probably. I think an interesting thing. One, there's a. I think Ron Perlman's great. I think again, it's very it's a very quippy performance. It's yeah. very Indiana Jones. Yeah, I find his maybe not most, but the scene where I like sat forward and just was watching his performance is when he's talking to Manning after while Abe is in the healing tank. Oh, yeah. yes. They have a really interesting head-to-head. -head yeah. yeah. Where Manning is like, you see, the reason I don't like you is because you're yeah, reckless yeah, yeah. and et cetera, et cetera. And he's like, I knew those guys better than you ever did. And he said, yeah, maybe you did, but they're dead now, so yeah. what's it Who matter? Yeah, like, yeah. you know, like, what a shame. The writing is good, and yes. their back and forth is good. Um, and, uh, you know, Jeffrey Tambor is mm -hmm. decent, although he becomes another useless yeah, kind of yeah. character. He does, but he disappears. It's... Yeah. Yeah. No, no, you no, go. please. Please. No, rock, I mean, paper, scissors, man. All right, fine. Uh, yeah. you go. <laughs> <laughs> I was shocked at how much the makeup, uh, how much uh, Perlman is able to act through the makeup. I yeah. think, I think yes. now, nowadays that would be a, an effect where Perlman is being motion captured into it. Yeah. Um, but it reminded me of like, you know, I thought a lot of like the thing uh, from, from Fantastic Four. Michael Chiklis. Michael Chiklis. Mm. And of... Uh, all of the Doug Jones characters they used to play in the mm -hmm. early 2000s were like, you know, I think the Hellboy effect actually looks really good, but some of those effects don't look as good, but they feel real. Right. They mm -hmm. feel like you can see the, mm -hmm. yes, the actor are. inside mm -hmm. of mm -hmm. it in a way that now, even with Ruffalo's Hulk, you're like, what is that? This is a phantom. You're like, that doesn't even look like a man. Yeah. <laughs> David Hyde Pierce. Uncredited role provides the voice of Abe Sapien. I knew it. What? Yep, I told you. Oh, okay. I was just thinking. I was like, that is his fucking voice. Otherwise, <laughs> Doug Jones sounds exactly. Doug Jones like keeps him. getting dubbed over. Yeah, it's but oh, I guess at man. least they like tell. I'm sure they tell him, unlike they did with Michael Prose. I would fucking hope so. He's not Star like Wars. watching the movie. Like watching Michael Prose thought he was the voice of Darth Vader. Yeah, yeah. And I want them alive. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> You're a part of the Rebel Alliance and you must be destroyed. I know I know on set niggas was like <laughs> George, we're dubbing this shit over, right? I yeah, yeah, we got it. we got James. We got James Earl Jones. James Earl Jones is just in the back. You know he was pissed for years. Yeah. The, the original third Vader uh, voice. Yeah, so, I, of I course. Bet. Imagine that. Ima you, can, you can't <laughs> provide the face. He's going to the movies. And you're like, oh man, I gave such a good performance as Darth Vader. And, 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 
That would fucking <laughs> and it people, wasn't even his face. That's what's so funny. And people yeah. think I guarantee you there's people that think that because Earl Jones is the voice that he's, he's in, in the, the suit. suit. Yeah. I must, yeah, that probably And, and James Earl Jones is huge. <laughs> he could have been he in the suit. He could have done it. I don't yeah, he yeah. very easily could have done it. One thing that I really love about these movies, and it's it, you know, this is the same for the comics, I love uh, like the interpretation of the the gods, like the the oh fuck, what the fuck are the names? The, the seven, the, f- the octopus yeah, in the fucking yeah, like yeah, yeah, H.P. Yeah. Lovecraft. I love things. that. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Like that's just so cool. Like they're in like crystal, the and they're in Ogre space. Jihad. You know what I mean? The Ogre Jahan. Yeah. I should have. Just, I'm sorry, Mike. Does he, <laughs> does he fight Cthulhu in the comics? I feel like he must. I feel like he probably lost. I think. Hey, Broom, give. Like, sure, the, the military called him Hellboy. Give him a different name. A different yeah. name. Give him a yeah. different name. It's been yeah. 60 years. Yeah. Give him a legal yeah. name. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's on his birth certificate? Yeah. <laughs> Call him Kurt or yeah. something, you yeah. know? You, you because think... I also remember, this doesn't happen, but I remembered, like, I knew that Myers does, like, the remember who you are thing and Good when he holds stuff. up the rosary. Yeah. And I swore Only in my reason memory. he's there. I, yes. Uh, I swore in my memory he was going to say, your name is Hellboy, not Anangun Rama, as if that's going to like, he doesn't do that, but it's like, thank God, he may as well. See, that's the thing that I want. That's what I want. We're looking at Hellboy toys now. Uh, Of course. Don't do it. I I, I wanted to uh, buy you back the uh, young Hellboy action figure that I sold. But did you you had a, a young helmet? I did, I did. I sold it, but I, I I've been trying to buy it back for, Why? You for Christmas. Why? Oh no, that's so that's so nice. Why did you sell it? Because uh, it was it was it was going for a lot of money. It's going for a little bit of money. Let me. See, what did it look like? Uh, I'll show you. Wow, I'm upset. These are, this is the second time. My eyes. There's been a betrayal by Wes on the show. I, this was the like this is like this is like two years ago. I I I, oh. I bought a young Hellboy action figure and I thought of Zach and I sold it. God. Damn when it. he picked Ash Williams and ruined Dan's day. <laughs> <laughs> Dan went home and just looked into the mirror. Wait, oh, Wes. <laughs> uh, uh, speaking of the villain, you have Rasputin, evil Russian sorcerer. He's sort of um, boilerplate, not he's fi- yeah, very he's interesting. Yeah. I remembered Cronin being like cool, but I also don't understand him conceptually. Like, like what the sa- what the dust? Yeah, he's a, he what, winds what himself it? up. That's stupid. I don't know how that works. They said he said something. He was like, he's addicted. He was addicted to surgery. Yeah. So he like ruined his body. How old is he? Uh, How old is he supposed to be? Like hundreds of years old. Uh, Well, he's at least as old as the Nazis. Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah, it's like something. It's like it was some throwaway. Like he's been doing this so long, his blood turned to sand. Yeah, his blood is dust. It's a human, right? Um, Because he seems to be able to like decide to kill yeah. himself they really ride the line with the pg-13 rating oh they sure it's do. scary as f- there's I just remember, no blood yes and this movie is scarier than the golden army like yeah this one so. is much darker although there's a there's at least one segment in the golden army that i remember freaking me out is it the tooth fairies the tooth fairies are scary yeah and him like having to rip them off his yeah skin well and they're fucking up the of course anytime you might as well if you're a bprd agent don't even bother going in because oh, you as a are human not being making why, would I do that? <laughs> why am i in the bprd yeah. could you put them in an, a suit like an armor or something it's just un, i'm like you're making them go into the same room as hellboy and hellboy's in there for a reason <laughs> and hellboy's getting kicked around in there. hellboy yeah. wouldn't be here hellboy, if they could just hellboy's do it. struggling and you're sending regular people in with him hellboy really yeah. uh uh i think probably the coolest antagonist force in this for me is samael i think it's oh, a really great yes. design and i <gasps> Dude, love the intro. fights 
His yeah. intro is gr- the first time you encounter him when Abe is just reading off yeah, like yeah, his yeah. powers, and he like kills him. And he's like, yeah. "Hound of Resurrection." Yeah, and he just yeah. stops. He's like, "Say that so again." I don't, I don't like, like that. that. Yeah. <laughs> and turns great. around. I think he's great. I think the subway fight is awesome. Yeah. Oh, it's um, so good. Yeah. And I think I mean they technically go into the subway twice, but like the when first he's one. holding the cat and he's like swinging oh, him yeah, around yeah, by the yeah, tongue. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. And when he fries him in the first time, and just the concept of like the Hydra, right, where you kill yes, one and two take its place. Yeah. When even when he's fighting them in the in the egg pit, he just jumps in. That's and a he's, great. Yeah, he's going for, I kind of wanted it to last a little longer. Me too. Just to see him really start like suffering. Yeah, it looks good. Also, like it looks pretty good. It looks really good. Like and that fight, that's kind of what's lacking from. Well, first, I mean, yeah, the David Harbor. I don't even fucking remember. But just like <laughs> sometimes those fights with you know they're just a little like he's getting thrown. He's like, oh, yeah. and he's just like on a wire. He does like a professional wrestling match in the beginning of yes, the movie with a with a oh, vampire or something. Yeah, yeah. It's whatever. But like that fight is cool because it highlights his strength yes. and his like his uh, you know, his like his his endurance. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah, and yeah, yeah. And it's a cool scene also because here's the thing. I don't love Liz's performance. Like oh, really? I don't love Selma Blair. I don't I, I think I had a crush on her as a kid. It's I think so she's better in the it. second one. Mm-hmm. I think the second one she's strong. This first one, she's like oh my god, what is that line she said? She's like, I don't like the term um Pyro, oh, like she's like, yeah, she's like, I just don't. Yeah, Yeah. I'm like, ah, she's very clearly doing a very, she's doing a thing, but it's kind of flat. It's not Wednesday Adams. Yeah, but that's a great moment for her when she's like, they're gonna kill him, and then she's like, you know what I mean? Like she makes Myers slap her. her. um, yeah, great. <laughs> He's like scared to hit her. Myers, also fucking Myers when they are in <laughs> like the depths of of like the labyrinth. Yeah, and Myers is like, I just want to know if you like me or you like Hellboy. And she's like, You want to talk about this now? And he's like, Yeah. White or red, you the guys are all the same. It's like it's like the first date. She's like, I think about him all the time. I'm thinking about him right now. It's yeah, like, yeah. Well, that would be my cue. <laughs> yeah. Also, here's my thing. He his only job is to just like watch Hellboy, love Hellboy, like care for Hellboy. And the first thing and he the tries first to do, thing he does, he's like Hellboy's only weakness is this girl. Let me ask. Her. How me how about it. I how about I try to sleep with? Yeah, her? let me exploit it. It's j- but also such a funny little. Th- first of all, oh, I wanted to mention this to you guys. There is a mid two thousand superhero trope mm. where the hero the runs into a kid, kid. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. but that's not their sidekick. No, it's the just kids the kid. just there. They do it in Batman Begins. They do it in yeah. Spider Man. The Incredibles. The Incredibles. Yeah. <laughs> they do it in here, where the kid just befriends the hero and is not freaked out that there's a demon yeah, on the roof. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just is like, oh, you're you're Hellboy, and he's like, yeah. Yeah. I think that kid <laughs> is also raising pigeons. There's, the, there's they, a, yes. they, they pan yeah, over the to like a pigeon yeah, yeah, coop. Yeah, yeah. There's so a lot might, going on there. Might be yeah, a homeless yeah, kid. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. love his uh, his reading when he when he's just like, she took his picture. She took his picture. <laughs> like, it's very miser. He says so it like good. four yeah. times. The boy's like, he's like, watch this, and he like throws a rock at him. Oh, yeah, and he goes, good shot. There's a, yeah, the the action overall is pretty good. There's a really cool moment in the first fight with Samael where he, you know, he open wide and he snaps oh, his yeah, jaw, yeah, King yeah, Kong yeah, yeah. style, and he just snaps it back into yes. place because you can't like it just keeps the way it keeps turning yeah. itself over. It's really cool. Um, I uh, yeah, and then you know, like the end, the, you have this woman, this woman just walking around who's like Rasputin's oh, girlfriend, yes. who I guess is maintaining his mission. She's giving it something though, you know. She's hamming it up. She's I, like, I like that he just kisses her head and he's like, "You will live forever." Oh, <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, she does. And specifically, he's like, "And you'll always be young." So when I come yeah, back, yeah, I can you're, still you're still hot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you get to make sure to get that yeah, one. He's in. like, "I lived out that last part with my last girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't let that happen again." Yeah, there's yeah. some really. Dis- 
disturbing visuals too when the, when uh, when they blow up the portal and he starts like bubbling. Oh God! Into it. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's first in the yeah. beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that he has the. It's like a hand of doom, but it's like it's a mechanic. Like a, yeah, I was just about to ask oh, you. Do you think that's that. intentional? Yeah. Oh, I definitely. It's think, supposed yeah. to be because like, it's like he's. Hellboy can do the exact same thing. So right. I think it's the replication uh, the key, of the power. Yeah. Exactly. Um, okay. How the fuck he knew exactly how to do that and then what to make, it's beyond me. But uh, I also think don't may, maybe don't um, like they unlock Hellboy, but there's two locks that he has to turn. Yeah. How do you know that he won't change his mind after? If it, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you can just decide, and now I'm not going to do it anymore. Right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, thanks for freeing yeah, me. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, I know he was doing it because he wanted to free Liz yeah. and whatever, yeah. but. You know, but at that point, Rasputin was right behind. A him, little weird like, that Rasputin took off Liz's clothes. Yeah, what's going on? What is like that? It. Yeah, what's what happened? Because it wasn't. There was nothing that he actually needed to do with her. It's not like it was a sacrifice. I, he was just like, I'm going to kill her. Every time I, I watch Hellboy <laughs> and I get to that spot, I think he's going to sacrifice. Yeah, her. yeah. And then it's it's no. She's it's just, just black. Naked. He's just like, do it or I'll kill her. It's just them <laughs> being like Del Toro. I think. Yeah. I think we got to take yeah. off Selma Blair's clothes, and it's like, but why? <laughs> also, Myers definitely. You you said this. Myers, there was no reason they kept him alive. No, he was oh, only no. kept alive so, so that he could help. fuck them up yeah. later yeah. And, yeah. and watch Hellboy uh, cuck him <laughs> later on. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> just also, he's just standing there. He's just watching. He's like, even when the woman when he, <laughs> they're making out, he's just like, when he like wakes up and he's like, "Don't do it," and the woman smacks him with that with hammer. He should be just dead. Kill him. <laughs> he should be dead. And then he kills her. He just. He kills her. No, no, she dies because the the oh, yeah. thing. No, that's but right. he knocks her out. Yeah. He was because he like trips her and then like goes, yeah, and then, ah, with the leg. Yeah, that was, and she's just like out cold. Like he hits her once. Probably with his foot broke her like, nose. Yeah, I mean, probably. Yeah. Also, super dangerous and unfortunate that if Hellboy literally just says his real name, he's. He becomes the thing. Like he's just like a no If you said Zachary Palomo, it's like it's like Mr. Mitzet or whatever. However you say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mitzet Yeah, you can trick him backwards. I love that comic book. Comic book characters have these crazy unpronounceable names, and nerds online will be like, "It's actually Mr. Mitzet It's like these are fake. Mitzet This person took some Molly and went to write some comics in 1970, and they never spoke to you about it. Molnir. Yeah. Mjolnir? Mjolnir? Who cares? Well, that, but that's like... Yeah, I think that's is, that, is that from mythology? Yeah. 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 No that's way. His, that's yes, is, is that the, the name of the hammer, of the hammer in mythology? <laughs> Let me... Can I Can I take a bathroom break? Can I pee? No. I think we're almost... Yeah. Well, oh, yeah. Okay, no, let's, let's, let's finish on. Yeah. Um, any it final is, thoughts? It is the name of his hammer in the comics. <laughs> you mean in, in the, the comics? In, 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 in the comics <laughs> called the original mythology. <laughs> in the original myths. Known as the first comics. Norse Nick is just looking at cave drawings. <laughs> this is just like a comic book. Did you see last week's inscription? I thought in the adaptation he'd be a little taller than he is. <laughs> Someone just reading carrying around rock tablets. <laughs> Do you think they were mad when like when they did like 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 fireside stories? They're like, that guy's too tall to be Thor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy's oh, they too definitely short. got bullied for like yeah. for reading them. I, I have a friend Rob who's like someone back in the day listened to the Iliad being performed and was like I hate this version of the story. <laughs> <laughs> Achilles lives way longer in the original. This guy's brunette. It clearly says he's blonde. Um, oh that person man. just gets stoned to death. <laughs> Fanboys through time. What a fun gag. Uh, so yeah, any final thoughts about 2004 Hellboy? Um, it's that- good. I, 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 it's classic. You know what I mean? It's iconic. I still, I do think Golden Army is a stronger movie because mm. uh, it's more, it's more of a kind of what we were talking about, where it's just like an adventure with Hellboy and 
his destiny isn't is like the loaded? point of yeah. the movie. It's but it is it it is important in a cool way in the end where yeah. it's just like I yeah fuck it I'm not gonna go into the story. But anyway, <laughs> but I, I I still I think this is a great interpretation of Seed of Destruction. Um, and Ron Perlman like nails this role and. I, just, I don't know. It's just fun, you know? Yeah. Perlman is great. Do you yeah. have a, a, a mortician's ranking? I'm going to give it a, uh, what's the, uh, not immortal. What's no, wait. Reanimate. Reanimate. Yikes. I don't know. Is it that good? I, am I just biased? I think reanimate is probably, yeah. you know what I mean? I, I, cause I love the movie. I love the character. I don't think it's like one of the greatest mm-hmm. to ever do it, but you know, um, but I, I absolutely think it's worth a watch, even if you're not into that kind of stuff. I think it is fun. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think anybody can get into it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, so I'm going to go reanimate. Yeah, I would go a low reanimate, road mid reanimate. I think Hellboy's a solid, like, three-star movie. Like, yeah. I think it's, like, a it's a good time. Not all of it is aged the best. No. But it's a breezy time. It's fun. Um, Perlman is great. Actually, I think most of the actors are pretty great. Um and you know, I mean, I think, I think, I wish we would return to these kinds of comic book movies where it's like Del Toro went in there, did his version of it, and then left. And I wish, you know, there was they weren't trying to set up a BPRD spinoff. They weren't like uh. Lobster Johnson shows up. One, <laughs> it, it, oh it, yeah, you know, you know, I mean, like, like they just kind of did their own thing. I think that's a lot of yeah. fun. And the, I wish we could get good Hellboy yeah. again. The second movie ending though, they they tied their own hands when they Do introduced they? the fact that, that Liz Hellboy was has two have kids. T- Twins. Yeah, it's like Shrek. He never has kids in <laughs> yeah. the, in the comics, it's and tough. they're giving him twins. Are the kids are the kids also the Antichrist? Like, yeah, exactly. I'm like, Do they both is... have so hands? hands? How they are they coming out? Right. Uh, uh, that's that's probably the plot of the third movie. <laughs> <laughs> Just her giving birth. <laughs> uh, I am going to say embalm. Oh, yeah. um, for me, I think. Going back to it, there. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Going right. going back to it, there was. Um, yeah, I, I I think there was a bit, of, maybe a bit of like the, um, the constant kind of quippiness yes, that I was the like, singers, I was. It not, felt I like it, it it interrupted the pace of the movie a I lot. I do agree. I do. Agree. Um, and I do think some of those character relationship things, eh. But it, it, yeah, it is still a good time. I do think that I would, you know, if we did Golden Army, that's probably the one I would say reanimate for. I do remember liking that more, and I think that it has like even the concept of the of the. Uh, the sibling, the twin elves, and like so good, how great they're, villain. Yeah, they're really, they're really cool. Um, and just the golden army itself, yeah, yeah, obviously, yeah. is a nice third act uh, thing. And this is like, it's a cool starting place, but yes. I think um, it, it doesn't do anything super well except for the uh, the monster design is is phenomenal. That's but that's fair. Del Toro. Um, Zach, I know you have these bathroom. Can I just quickly tell you guys? Yeah, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, what's the pitch? The pitch pitch for for, uh, Del Toro's Doctor Strange movie was? Oh, yeah. It was written by Neil Gaiman. It was supposed to be written by Neil Gaiman. It would have taken place in the 20s with uh, Stephen as a disbarred physician, and he would have lived 90 years without aging. Huh. And then what? And then I guess what time? I don't know. I don't fucking know. Is he? Wait, hang on. He, but he, he it, it would have opened Doctor in the twenties, uh-huh. and he he would have become, I guess, Doctor Strange over the course of the movie. Got it. He would have also aged. He would have been mortal. Oh, that's oh. kind of interesting. I mean, why not? He's got the time stone and sure. whatnot. Yeah. I would love. I, I think he, Guillermo would obviously do something pretty interesting yeah, with he, that. He'd, Dormammu. He'd do it lovingly. Dormammu, I've come to bargain. Yeah. Anyway, um, hey guys, thanks so much for listening to this latest episode. If you want more uh, media reviews, you can check us out on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and the Podbean 
Athena. Zach has been excused <laughs> to the bathroom. Uh, and uh, we'll be back before this month is out with um, my pick. I'm going to figure out what it is off here, but uh, get ready. Um, Till then, uh, stay safe, keep watching movies, and uh, don't bump into people's cars. Yeah, that's Hellboy, actually. Yeah, he just yeah. fell. He yeah, just yeah. got. <laughs> <laughs> oh, crap. <laughs> Deuces. Deuces.